Hi everybody, St. Brian here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast of Team X. You can catch new episodes every Sunday at 4 p.m. on Twitch. Team X is a production of Eat, Drink, Roll. This podcast contains adults using adult language. You have been warned. Looking back on the past where we still had a chance We were pawns in a game that we could not win Shut up. So, hey, guys. Uh, hey, it is Sunday. It is a special time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and it's time for the big game. No, not the sports ball. It's time for Team X. I am St. Brian. I am going to be your... Oh, no, no, no. You can't say that word because it's like trademarked and copyrighted. Yeah, we I was get... getting ready to be like, we need to be extra cautious. We're going to get sued. We are. Like, fuck, fuck the NFL. <laughs> they're they're um, pretty aggressive about that shit. They are. So that's why it's just the big game today. T-Max, Dungeons & Dragons. I am St. Brian, your dungeon master for this afternoon slash evening. Thank you all again for tuning in for episode two of season two. Uh, let us go around the horn really quick uh, from... Left to right, let us introduce the players of today's game. Oh, is that as me? I, as I look at clues, and like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Clues, playing Dread My Jam Weaver Tinker Gnome. That's Yay! And that's all. That's it. That's to all. my doing. right, but this is my left in person. It truly does not matter. Center stage. Uh, uh, <laughs> center stage. I am Blind Cleric. I'm playing Human Fighter Hugon Valander. Uh, I'm Viking Goat, and I'm playing uh, Nature Domain Cleric Thunic Gentle Drunk. And one day I'll be able to say these words without having to think about them and, <laughs> and remembering them. I'll just remember them like a you know, human being. It's just it's on brand. It's completely <laughs> on brand for for Thunic Gentle Truck. Uh, oh, yeah, <clears throat> at least. So. Um, uh, episode two, guys. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Maybe? You're going to have to do much worse at this if you're going to want me to say I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> challenge accepted. Oh, shit. Um, Look what you've done. <laughs> so, <laughs> blood. But but <laughs> the uh, so for the folks that are watching us live, um, thank you very much for joining us live today. For the folks who are watching us on the pot or listening to us on the podcast, thank you so very much. We had over 500 listens last season of our podcast really? across multiple channels. It's awesome. We really truly appreciate that. If you ever do want to catch the live game, we do stream live on Twitch. For the folks that are watching now, you already know that. Um, the best way to to do that is to subscribe to our channel and let it, that way you get notifications for when we go live along with the other uh, quality programming that we have throughout the week. But that is not why we're here right now. That's not why we're here right now though. Mm -mm. Right now we're here to tell stories and potentially roll some dice. So yeah, when I mean, we dice are going to get rolled. <laughs> dice are going to get rolled. Uh, when we last left our heroes, they had traveled via the shadow gate to the Monastery of Shadow to help 
uh, hopefully find a cure for what they're assuming is an affliction upon Dren's lantern that she, during that she had incurred whilst rescuing. I mean, uh, the whole soul connection bullshit. Like that's it's the lantern hinky. we care about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it's that lantern. The lantern. Well, I could even have the lantern without Dren, and it would be. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we do if have. I mean, if my, are attached. If my soul dies, do does do I die, or am I just like a husk of my former self? I'm pretty I've, sure that you also die. I've already started writing notes for that, <laughs> because given just, Dren's. Yeah. Because Dren is chaotic Nutella, and given her propensity for fire, yeah, the the odds of at some point death occurring are well, let's just say higher than most. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't be Dungeons and Dragons if one of us didn't die terribly. <laughs> so, oh, if, if I don't die terribly, I'm disappointed in myself. I'm going to be disappointed <laughs> in several things. One, that, like it, it took so long. <laughs> Two. How are you level 17? <laughs> what the fuck? How have you not died? Not um, acceptable. Not acceptable. So yes, but they traveled to the uh, the shadow, uh, the, the monastery of shadow and had a conversation with the grandmaster there. Um, and he had said that the, uh, the solution may lie in one of the lost uh, tomes in the library that they had uh, recently lost access to due to some un unknown dark forces that they had tried hiring the local village down in the valley to help take care of that. I shouldn't laugh at their deaths, but it's pretty funny. Uh, it, it didn't go well. No, no. Um, there's no proof of what happened, but the, um, the term will it blend comes to mind. Um, <laughs> You might be dealing with some villager ceviche at some point. We don't know. <laughs> Speaking of will it blend? Like that was a that that's always been a good one for like when shit goes wrong in a D and D campaign. I am really a huge fan of of the red hot nickel ball now. Oh, where they just put red hot they nickel just, like, into red hot everything. Nickel spheres onto oh, yeah. stuff and just watch it like <clears throat> be destroyed. And they're like, mm, yes, mm. science, <laughs> sciencing, which is basically what this. This library is going to look like. Um, we is that what Dren always does? It's just some form of science. It's yeah. it's understanding the you world. Don't science. Of you just aggressively <laughs> fuck things up in sequences of events. It's not, it's less science it's and not, more not, aggressive experimentation. As long as you keep notes, it's science. <laughs> exactly. As long as someone keeps okay, notes, Captain it doesn't even have to be you. <laughs> Captain pedantic over there. <laughs> um. Uh, we did take a little uh, side uh, turn, a little left turn into the kitchens of the shadow, uh, uh, the monastery of shadow, uh, where uh, Thunuk became a a local minor celebrity, like sea level celebrity, with some of the food that he uh, uh, made, and also uh, it, it educated the monks in the fact that they can, in fact, eat anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, much, look. much to Hugon's chagrin. It's not that they can't eat anything already. It's that there are things that are good to eat, and then there's spiders, and like for Look, Hugon, those things are gave are them a chance. I think mutually divorced. Really like it. <laughs> you just have to sneak them to him one day. Like, by the way, you just ate spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> right now. I, I I would actually want to see that. And I would. Yeah, <laughs> Hugon getting in a fight with a ten foot tall fear book. Uh, why? Getting to a bare knuckles uh -huh. boxing match. 
I just it's more like uh Fezzik from the uh from the Princess Bride just dunk <laughs> jog his memory dunk perhaps <laughs> I jogged it too hard <laughs> at any rate um and we had left off uh the episode with uh Laura Lissa not only making a pass at Hugon but that was uh, funny <laughs> but also uh, having a moment with her essentially I guess soul sister at this point um and you're already dancing I can tell <laughs> hey oh. sister soul stop stop copyrighted get out you know better no, less than 10 seconds we're fun um <laughs> That would be a challenge. Can I get us uh, ding Please for copyright don't. infringement by singing? Uh, <laughs> but they they shared a bit of a moment of, hey, is this all going to be cool? And yeah, sure. The answer was things no. are going to be cool. Said the narrator. They did not know. But so we're at the shadow of monastery and dread my gem weaver. You've been work, you know, you were working on uh, Razi, getting him winterized, you know, getting him all kind of set and ready to go to to be ready to survive the, the cold temperatures outside. Um, when you become, you find yourself a bit peckish, and you feel compelled to try to make something down in the kitchen. You feel like maybe you can recreate that dish that Thunuk had made earlier that evening. No. <laughs> Fate dice says no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> She's no. not a good chef, apparently. Okay. No. This will... Uh, it's fine. Okay. Um, am I just really hungry or is this yes. some alternate force? Okay. No, no, no. You're just really hungry. Okay. I'm like... <laughs> Am yeah, I you're not. That, the, the, the compulsion comes from within. Okay, I'm hungry. You have soul cravings. <laughs> gurgle, 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 gurgle. Yes. <laughs> so actually, I'd be kind of curious. So Dren, if Dren's sitting there working on something, and all of a sudden it gets that really loud gurgling to the point where it's actually able to get her to look up from whatever she's working on, because we've established that Dren gets so focused on whatever it is that she's working on that she'll forget to eat unless the food is like right there. And it's sort of mm -hmm. like automatic where it's reach out, mash into the crawl, keep working. Mm -hmm. What would Dren's reaction be if like, well, like whilst working all of a sudden it was, wow, it was, you're so hungry to the point of distraction. It would almost be like just the tummy talks. And the like, Dren my walks. And I like, I know. Drop tools. Turn around. Go. <laughs> Just... I, I can actually see her. It looks like she's really interested in something, and he keeps talking. She's like, "Fine." Yeah, it, I, I, <laughs> I shut up. Biological her. imperative. Yeah, no I one talks to, talk to you. <laughs> it's the same yeah, reaction when she, the same reaction when she has to poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, already. Like, yes, I know. I'm not a robot. I should work on that. <gasps> Can I become part construct in this camp? Yes. Okay. Moving on. Um, goals. Shut up. <laughs> goals. Uh, that 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 might actually be something. No. Three nineteen, and I've already lost control. Pretty much. <laughs> Calling it. It's your fault. It is. It's always your fault. It is always we my fault. We learned it from you. Uh. 
Yeah, so, uh, I guess I'll, uh, do I remember how to get to the kitchens? Because I was kind of wandering around. Or is it easy to find? It's pretty easy to find. Okay. <laughs> smelling. There. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's you're just smelling the leftover, like, aromas. Because it was kind of a, if I remember, I thought I could made a kind of curry at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dinner. Yeah, so that that's definitely going to have a lingering smell. Yeah, that's yeah. in a good way. All the monks are just like absolutely bent over the toilet right now. Oh just yeah, like, that's the curry they couldn't handle. Like you'll buy it. it's just like, like well, you oh. find one like like in a pot. And like, are you all right? They, yeah. just, like the face doesn't come up. Just the just the thumbs up. You know, like, yeah, worth it. Like, Usually that, it's the other way, the other yeah. direction. Yeah, um. they're worshiping the porcelain gods right now. Um, Calling some dinosaurs. Yeah. Um. I don't remember other than that it was a spicy curry. What the hell was in this thing? There was a spicy curry. There was, no, there wasn't a spicy curry, but there was a, a mushroom medicine curry. There was a spiced beef stew. And I forget what the third one was. I think I had the spicy one. Okay. You did. You made like bread, didn't you? Oh yeah. Made, bread was already being made. Uh, okay. But, so but you had, yeah, you had the, you did have the spicy one. So seeing as how you can't remember, I guess Dren would just have to guess. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of like, are they the kind of monks that instantly cleans up or it's like, we all yeah, ate, we're going to go to sleep. Nah, it, it was pretty much like it's clean. That's like part of like the deal is that before the kitchen closes, the kitchen is cleaned. Okay. It's pretty, pretty spotless. Um... Then I'm just going to start raiding cabinets. <laughs> Please do. Open, 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 open. Give until me... I find maybe like whatever. Let's do an investigation roll. Okay. Shit, I need to change well, my window here. Excuse me while I fix my window because it's brighter than usual today. How dare you, sir? But stop with the jack die. I told you it was going to happen. There we go. Uh, that's... Hey, I have good investing. I've got a, a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. So you're able to, um, kind of like, rem- you start thinking about the, the meal itself, and you're like, hmm, no, okay, yeah, I think it was this, I think it was this. I mean, Dren's been around the block. Mm-hmm. She knows yeah. what things taste like. I'm almost 400 but- years old. You'd think I'd learn how to cook by now. <laughs> No, I, I don't think that. <laughs> that thought has not entered my perception. Of, uh, the only thing that Dren has thought about is how can I make cooking easier so I don't have to do it? Is uh-huh. there a way to automate this? Um, so, yeah. So you're able to suss out what you think are most of the correct herbs and spices that went into this dish. You're able to kind of, oh, I think it was this one and this one. There's a couple where you're like, ah, okay, grab them both. Okay. You know. It'll just make it taste better. Yes. Fine. Here's a crock of this and a crock of that and a crock of this. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Do, you, do I find any eggs? Are there eggs here? Yeah, why not? Oh, I absolutely want to fry up some eggs and do like almost like a like a a rice stir fry, but top off the eggs so it's like breakfast version. Like, oh. oh, I had it for dinner last night, but if you throw some eggs on it, it totally makes it fresh. <laughs> Yeah. If you add eggs to anything, you're just about right at breakfast threshold. Exactly. Like, there's not much more that you need to do. No. Have you ever had breakfast pizza? 
Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, right. I've been poor and in college. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I remember the poor days. Ramen on pizza. Oh fuck yeah. Yep. I like jazzing up some ramen with some like Aldi spices. Yep, pretty much. See, I had a Lowry, half of available salt. to me, but I never thought to combine them. Oh yeah. If you want pasta on your, you know, if you want carbs on your carbs, mm-hmm. ramen right <laughs> on pasta pizza. pizza. <laughs> throw on a couple Listen. eggs, like throw on a couple slices of ham. Crack some eggs on it. Uh, you, you're like in. New Clues has heaven. got the truth. Clues has got the truth right now. <laughs> I've been really poor. Yeah. So yeah, so you're gonna make, so, yeah, uh, gonna make poverty a, breakfast. A curry, huevos rancheros, basically. Yes. yes. Ooh. Um, Ooh, that sounds good. Give me a quick. Per- give me a. Uh, give me a quick perception roll with disadvantage because you are hungry. I had eat yeah. and drink before show, but I'm hungry again. Oh, damn it! Wait. Fuck, I forgot. Okay, so I'm using the AI dice. Okay, well. And it rolled the AI. That's a one. So I got really excited. And then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's not how um, AI rolls. Uh, wait, what was I rolling for? Perception. 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 Okay, so that is a, um, that's a four. Four. So um, you work your way out into the kitchen and start preparing your meal. What you didn't notice was when you found the eggs is that they were in like very, uh, they were in a very ornate case. I mean, these are pretty big eggs um, and they were in a very ornate case. Oh no. How big is it? How big are the eggs? Ostrich? No. Uh, Swan? Probably it's about eight. ostrich-sized well, eggs. That means yeah. it's like half my body size. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. You. That's the egg you found. And it's like okay. one egg. It's not even like eggs plural. It's like <laughs> gnomes and like, halflings have stomachs of holding. Like an artillery shell was an egg. Just- <laughs> <laughs> when Dren eats, she eats because yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a little shit for a while. That's <laughs> yeah. I need to like be sustained for three days. <laughs> Or just eat a whole, like, eat, eat like a boot or I, something. I, I like better that the biology is actually that she has a stomach of holding. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eat whatever I want. Well, I don't put on a pound. The funny thing is she probably only eats every couple of days because mm-hmm. of her, the way her metabolism works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so you're making, now you're making your meal here. Uh, let's do, let's see, what would a culinary, what, what would a culinary skill check wisdom. be? We, wisdom, yeah, yeah that'd be, I think we established that to be a mm-hmm. wisdom check. Them? Yeah. Right. Certainly not perform. <laughs> this is There's no wisdom. That's seven. Seven. <laughs> this is playing out. This is playing out exactly as I hoped it would. <laughs> so okay, you're able to make this meal. It looks great. You have like your curry that you kind of made. You were able to find. You were able to find like some crusty bread. I mean, not all the bread was eaten, so you probably you know make a little plate it's you know toast. I, or a tranche really is what they call that right is when they like mm-hmm. carve that out and you and then you have this enormous oh. enormously fried it would it be over easy or sunny side up no no, no it's got to be how uh, are those not identical sunny i'm sorry up, uh, do yeah sunny side up is just you cook it on one side and the yolk is it's more underdone oh okay over easy temp, those so those terms have been completely up. interchangeable for mine and and the challenge is while we're just digressing on food shit here is that uh <laughs> the when you do over easy it's hard to keep the yolk intact yeah yes. which is what there's actually a want. horror movie about that really yep a uh, a chef who is i i know we're 
We not, always uh, we're not discussing this right now. Mean. This is a table talk discussion. Okay. <laughs> Digressions Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, Are you um, used to this? <laughs> this is normal. It's okay. This, this is, is table talk. We'll talk. We'll do it in table talk. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So you have this enormous, basically, like, so you have the bread, you have the curry, and then there's like this tent of eggs wow. sitting over top of it. Yeah. Like, it's completely encased. You could almost hermetically seal the curry inside. Oh, I imagine it's touching, like, because I made my portion for my size. Yeah. So the egg is basically just like a dome and like onto the table next yeah, to it. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's like a drape over top of this. Yeah. Like, no, I swear I made more than just eggs. There's stuff under. Yeah. <laughs> would you like, would you like some curry with your egg? Nah, all egg. <laughs> so does Dren Hoover this? Oh, absolutely. I'll just, I mean... That's the first time I've heard that term used to describe eating food. Really? And not something else. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Just dig right in, like, stab right into the egg, because you know you got to, because you got to get all that good stuff into the curry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not one thought. I'm hungry. Food. So as you're eating this, you definitely got the spices correct. In terms of which ones to use, what was a little foggy when you put this together was how much of each you were supposed to use. Yeah. Good. I was probably going quick because I was hungry. And handfuls and just, oh, yeah, if if some is good, more must be better. More, more, better. Must have now. And so this is um, way spicier than it was before. Okay. Native hot is what we call that. That's 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 what the egg negates. <laughs> Partially true, I imagine. Yeah, the, the egg's but not like, enough. Listen, it's not sparkle fart anymore. It's sparkle shark. Give yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, give me. Um, but so as you feel your stomach gurgling from all of this, uh, as you feel your stomach gurgling from all of this, um, you. Uh, you start to feel it well up, but not in the normal, like, oh, crap, my body's going to explode kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to give me a wild magic check. Oh, fuck. Oh, finally. God damn it. I don't Wait, have a book. The first one? Shit. Yes. This is the first wow. one. And ah. Where did I put my book? Hold don't on. Don't worry about the book. Just roll, baby. Just <laughs> roll it. I, nope. has, I have listen, it right here. Brian has it under control. I promise. Except that. When we're talking about wild magic, nothing is under control. Wild magic, what page is it on? I'll tell you in a second. Let's see. This is the acolyte. No, this is... We want the ranger. I'm getting it for you. What if you're going to really, really strange failure that causes... To... Page 104 of... Proper and orderly magic. Page 104 of the Player's Handbook, published guess, by Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons & Dragons. My guess is that like this is why wizards and sorcerers don't get along. Is that like at some point in the distant magical past of modern society in Dungeons and Dragons, like sorcerers were like always like having these, you can't account for the variables. And like wizards are like, this is bullshit. Like, how the <laughs> fuck did you pull that off? And like none of the math equals. And they're like, ah, like scribbling furiously on slates of chalk. And the wizards and the sorcerers are just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like that is absolutely my headcanon of that now. I, I didn't, I didn't know that like, <laughs> They would do that at some like magical university where they're and, just like, like it's like <laughs> it's like a, a rounding error for a wizard. <laughs> it's like why the fuck doesn't this t- 
terminate. Why is this a repeating decimal? Sorcerer. I, I think Are we might serious? have. Oh, yeah. We uh -oh. lost the clues. That was. Oh, oh, wait, she's coming back. Oh, but in a new space. Now in reverse locations. I have quick, to. Quick, quick, quick. Ah, world magic. <laughs> Body swap. Yeah. Clues is now Dungeon Master. No. Yes. No, not acceptable. Roll for initiative. <laughs> I guess what? I've Doesn't matter. Doesn't even I've matter. Does not matter. All right, so uh, give me a okay, give me so a, a D one hundred roll. Damn it! Where's my Zochi? Oh, Zochi. God damn it! Oh my camera. Okay, so that's an eighty-four. Fuck! What is it? Eighty-four. Each creature within you takes. Oh my god! Thirty within thirty feet of you takes one d10 necrotic damage. <laughs> You regain hit points equal to the sum of necrotic damage dealt. Now, here's the problem. There are no creatures around you. Okay. So Everyone this needs to go This needs to go somewhere. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Just there's, there's no humanoid creatures around her. No, there, there, there's no... There's no, no insects? There's nothing? Nothing. There's nothing around here within 30 feet in this moment. So, okay. So, All right. This is Gideon being a bastard. But because of the soul link between Laura Lissa and... Dren, what if it channels through that link and like no. goes off around Lorelissa? No, it doesn't go that way. This this oh, is just it's localized it's on the caster. Magic. Okay, all right. Um, so, Damn it. Damn it. but but you ah. still have you have this bubble though that you have to do something with. What are you going to do with it? Because you know you can't hold. Didn't like, huh? Where was that village that we didn't like? <laughs> There's not uh, a village that exists that we don't like. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. It's only one d10 necrotic. It's only one d10, which is you know more hit points than the average peasant has. Which is I'm probably now, most I'm of the people in this monastery. Yeah. If Dren is really opposed to murder, I gotta think about that for a minute. Is she? Um, that's I, that's, I, gotta think about it. I know I haven't actually thought that deep into it, so hmm. Okay, where's my fate die? Fate Opposed die. to murder, <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest shit you've said all game. <laughs> okay, so I'm I opposed to this. No, you aren't. No, you aren't. <laughs> really, really, <laughs> narrator. She was that would not be opposed like you to being opposed to murder. <laughs> that's just not true. <gasps> I want to go visit Hugon. Oh, mm, of course. <laughs> oh, this is payback. For what? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're going to go scamper through the hallways, and you're kind of like having right. to stop. Uh, um, okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to bring a portion of my food with me because I'm okay. trying to eat it all. So I'm going to be yeah. like, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> the, the look for the folks who watch you on the podcast the look on blank cleric's face at this moment was quite possibly the greatest look ever <laughs> it was amazing the displeasure had had um, an embodiment so yeah, there we go <laughs> that so but as, so you're like carrying the food with you but you're feeling like you constantly feel like the wild magic like about to spurt out you're like no Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, like turtle heading. It's like oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, like waddle. <laughs> like oh fuck. Oh shit. Where's the toilet? Oh, I'm gonna die. This is how I die. Uh -huh. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Drink Roll. We're all hey, about <laughs> Make listen. sure to rate us five stars on your preferred podcast listen, listening. This is quality. This is quality. It does not get better than this. It doesn't. Really, this is as good as we get. This is <laughs> this is this is just the, this is the height of drama. It's okay. amazing. Anyone who's been in that situation would agree that yes, this is the absolute height of drama. This yeah. is like two cups of coffee. Oh, it's time oh, yeah. to, to. Oh, I think my internals are rebelling against me. Where's the mm-hmm. bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have I to think... poop or do I have to? Am serve? I going to extract every organ in my my abdominal cavity, or is it just a normal? <laughs> or is, yeah, no one knows. It's a mystery. <laughs> Am I gonna die? We're gonna find out. It's like what's inside. It's like when you get like the box of chocolates. What's inside? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> the, the, the mystery could be death. Okay, we're just not sure. So, so Drenmai, you you're able to stumble, kind of scurry your way, uh, almost like um, tiptoeing as you're running, like you're like toe running, mm-hmm. just because you know clench. And uh, ah, yeah. ah, God. <laughs> giggling the entire time. Except I don't know what's like, gonna happen, but Something. The normal human biological process, it's like a bundle of necrotic energy. <laughs> I feel it in here. I it's a doom shit. Yeah. Oh, God. A doom I think we broke Yvonne. <laughs> we finally did it. We got him to take off his glasses. We, finally, we have broken Yvonne. <laughs> this is Brian's fault. This no, is all you know what? I will gladly take... Whatever credit I can, I, I can take from this. Moving on. <laughs> um, so you you get to Hugon's room. <laughs> room service. Hugon isn't there. Hugon's not there. Hugon's not there. Oh, where is Hugon? Where is Hugon? I well, my plan was uh, before all of this amazing <laughs> yeah RP happened was to drag Laura Lissa out of her room by the scruff of her neck and like hurl her into a training yard for morning stretches. Oh, no, this is the middle of the night. This isn't first thing in the morning. Oh, I thought this was in the morning. My mistake. No, no, no. Then he's totally in his room. I apologize. I thought this was in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited now. <laughs> I misunderstood the time. No, it's okay. It's okay. He's, there. he's absolutely there. Dren works through the night. Mm-hmm. Dren doesn't sleep much. All right, so Hugo, knock at your door. You hear Dren outside. Room service. What? Food. Go away. No, I made it just for you. <laughs> A very suspicious pause. You see it like half eaten. <laughs> like no, he doesn't open the door at all. No, but mental image. <laughs> He's like, what kind of shit are you on right now? <laughs> What kind of nonsense hungry? have you planned? I'm not opening this door. I was hungry and I made too much. Congratulations. You're Hung- hungry. You're like a DEFCON 3 right now, approaching <laughs> 42 uh, <six>. DEFCON 2. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. and like Hugo like wakes up, he's like, it's three in the fucking morning. <laughs> I don't know how we I know a, that. We have a mission tomorrow. I'm casting um, dancing lights inside his room. Four very bright lights around you can't his bed. See inside his room. I don't have to. It just has to be in my range, which is 120 feet. <laughs> you don't need line of sight. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, 
So now there's, so what form did the dancing lights take? Or is it just sort of like a random like disco ball rave going on in there? Yeah, there's four different colored balls all pulsing light around his bed and going in circles. <laughs> bling, bling, bling. <laughs> All right. I'd like to athletics test to kick my door open. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You don't even. Yeah, you know what? We know it's going to happen. Let's just roll to see how badly it happens. <laughs> I have an 18 on the die. <laughs> and it's a plus six now. Oh, my God. Plus seven. That door is that off the hinges. Out of the way. <laughs> yeah, do a deck save to get out of the way. That That door... No. 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 This no. is not. Roll? I rolled a five. Yeah, that's a 24 total. The door <laughs> lands on you, Dren. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> door is now not a door. It's yeah. just like an arch where there was a door. Like the it's door more of like, a teeter- I changed my life and went to find newer and greater. It's, it's more of a teeter-totter with, with Dren Mai as the fulcrum. <laughs> uh, um... But Too uh, bad he came within thirty feet of me though by doing that. Oh god! <laughs> and like Hugo's in his silkies, he's in his—he's completely in his skivvies right now. He's pissed. Like he's like um, pulling his boots on. He's like, oh, "I'm gonna kick your ass." So you release <laughs> this ball, this doom shit of energy. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And I should nine. So like the door lands on you, and you basically unleash a fart that should never I explode. So dark fart okay so the you get hit with this wave of necrotic energy okay and it hits you but then as it hits you it kind of changes and you're immediately covered head to toe in glitter and there is an enormously bad smell and nine necrotic damage okay so like roll a d10 do i get a save on this no, uh, that's just my wild magic. Yeah, that's just the wild magic. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So, yeah, you're all time to heal that up. You've got you plenty. Roll, you heal the damage, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, this damage got... doesn't really care about, like, walls and corners and shit, right? It's every living thing. It's every creature. So. 30 feet around so me. So, how many living creatures are within 30 feet of Hugon right now? <laughs> uh, let's see. A couple? Oh, there's a couple, yeah. There are, um, oh, hang on. Yeah, so you take on uh, Dren. You're at full. You're at max hit points right now. I am. Um, so you're going to take on because I, I can't give you all of this. Uh, you're going to take yeah, on can. like an, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You're going to take on uh, forty-five bonus hit points. Who me? Yeah. Oh, sweet. There was, there was five people. I rolled. There was five uh, people within thirty feet of you when this happened. Does that Even include Simic because they would put all, ever, all the guests near each other? Uh, it probably includes the Fielderson twins. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty much the party. Yeah, there's oh, like, okay. yeah, so Thunic, you take nine. Yay. So many hit points nine. right now. So we all take nine? Is this yeah. Everyone takes nine. It'll all I heal up nine. overnight. It's going to heal up, you know, because it's still plenty of, of time to rest. Yeah. It's mid-long uh, long rest. <laughs> <laughs> I get I can so, see him being used to something like that happening to him, to him in his sleep, like giant bugs attacking for him. So he's just well, no, squatting what it's like, in his it's sleep. Like, uh, <laughs> when something like I, when something dies, it begins to decay, right? Yeah. And the gaseous process of that causes many times a corpse to expand. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
it, it's extraordinarily sardonic and dark, but like part of the humor of being like living life on a battlefield is such that like you try to like push people into the, like the bloaty corpses. Like, don't step in that. Huh? <laughs> wow. That, that's, that is some dark humor right there. <laughs> and so Hugon's like covered in like very sparkly stank. Head to right toe. Now. Just Sparkly. fine glitter. It's like sticking in your beard. It's it's like you, you gotta get a uh, white. Which, by the way, is not as magnificent as this. this no, is, but this, it, this is, is this is a very fine glitter. It's a very fine. Glitter. Um. So, uh, Drenmai, what what other what are the uh, other roles that have to go along with this? Uh, nothing. No, I think there's a Constitution save in there somewhere. No, I just regained the hit points of how no, much. No, 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 for the, for the, for the, uh, well, for the other effect here. Actually, let me, let me see if I can find it. Oh, wait, for Sparkle Fart? Yeah. Uh, I have it in my notes. Uh, I think. No, I don't. I didn't update it. Come back to the DMs. Message. Edit this portion out of the podcast. Or don't. Or don't, you know, just listen to us. Okay, so creatures in a five-foot diameter are covered in a cloud of glitter and a noxious spell akin to sulfur and must make a con save versus the spell's casters, casting ability, success revolts, and no adverse effect. But if the target can see who casted the spell, they will be enraged and have advantage on attack rolls for the next minute. Failure results in having to move out of the cloud at least 10 foot in any direction and be partially blinded by the glitter, giving them a uh, disadvantage on attack and perception rolls for the next minute. Targets may make a saving throw at the end of the turn to rid themselves of the effects. So I need to make a con save. Just make a con save versus Dren's spellcasting ability. Yeah. So what's the target number he has to hit? My spellcasting. So it's like, what, eight plus intelligence or charisma? Uh, sorcerers are charisma, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'm eight plus. What are we doing as a charisma? Charisma. So you just have to beat a ten because I have neither. <laughs> <laughs> I am not charismatic. I rolled a natural twenty. Whoa! Wow. On the borrow on the boros die, no less. <clears throat> oh wow! Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Wait, is that not so... a roll down? Huh? Are those not roll downs? Uh, I didn't understand spin what you downs? said the no. second time. Spin downs? Are those not spin downs? Spin downs goes 20, 19, 18, 17 in yeah. succession instead of randomized numbers. Show me the die. So you see, it's not a spin down. That is cool. a spin down. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, it, never mind. It, it's right there, 19, 18, 17. I didn't see, I, I'm, I'm just, so I have to roll, yeah. I have to roll a constitution save? That's yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. You, did, you didn't get hit by Sparkle Fart. Oh, okay, so Sparkle Fart and Necrotic Damage is what you're getting here. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I say, like, <laughs> but he makes the same. My total was a twenty-six on the. Same. So you are absolutely completely stoic as this thing goes off in it's your like, face. <sighs> and, yeah, it's more like. And so, like he picks pick up, up the door, door he grabs the sleep. door, and like hurls it off of her, like into the courtyard, and then like grabs her by the scruff of his her. Actually, I should probably roll against her to see if I can actually get a hold of the little squirt. <laughs> Unless would Dren want to contest this? Oh yeah, I'm not going to be caught. <laughs> Fuck that. Faster, so faster, bulls! I'm never catchable. Athletics okay. to catch. Um, 
Athletics versus either athletics or dex. Dexterity for me or... Okay. Contested. Contesting. It's a 17 <laughs> on the die. Dirty 20. That's a 23. Shit. <laughs> so she starts squirming away. He just grabs her and like... Giggling. Like, I, the whole time she's giggling. <laughs> like, like no... There's glitter everywhere. I'm ecstatic regardless. <laughs> Nothing could have gone closer to plan. <laughs> like, I don't even know what, like, he just got her and he's like, I don't even know what to do with you. Like, I, I, I can't kill you. You just, if you're holding me, like, by, like, right here, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I hate you Shitty so much. I, I don't even know how to emotionally process this. <laughs> Remember that gift that I sent you and I got it? Yeah. Sparkle. <laughs> it's just, just what I imagine some of it's on me. It's just like, poof. I don't. Why? The guy, the guy as you laugh, you're just like, 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 a little, like a little spurt. And it just... like, it's like, why would you do this to me? I was bringing you food. No, the food is now covered in glitter. Yeah. It's the food is ruined. I mean, you, there's no, there is no way to eat around the glitter at this point. I'm certain also Drenmai is covered in the food. Oh yeah, it, I got oh, yeah. by the door, yeah. and it's... I'm just <laughs> literal egg on face, literal. There's egg, glitter on top of that. Yeah, I'm not. I, you don't want to touch me. But... I am so mad. <laughs> I don't know what to do because That's... legally I can't kill you. And that would be my solution to this problem. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I can't beat you because it wouldn't be fair. Uh... And... <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, I'd contest that. <laughs> Is there like an outhouse or a latrine anywhere, Brian? I'm sure there has to be some way of. Pro like I a know sewer? It's, there is not a single anything mentioned in any source book anywhere, but absolutely there has to be a way to process human waste. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I go find it and I like open the lid and go boop. <laughs> and just toss her in there and just close the lid and then sit on it for a while. Jesus. Well, like, it's in it. Unfortunately, it's in a room. Where it's like a whole bunch, kind of like what you saw, like an ancient Rome, where there's yeah, just like a fine. row no, of them. I'm not mad about that. So Dren can like pop up through another one. Yeah, but you're still you're, <laughs> you're going in. That's the important thing. <laughs> so it's going to be a game of whack a Dren. <laughs> no, it's, he doesn't like hang out. He just throws it. Well, let's do another deck save here. I want to see if Dren can kind of like try to put a cat into a crate. No, no, no. As he's doing that, um... <laughs> it's going to be a TTK. As I have nothing at all, what I did. I I see I see him going to go to throw me in shit, so it's gonna be. Mm -mm. I'm already covered in enough, and I don't. I'll get dirty, but not with poop. <laughs> Casting shocking grasp instantly touches hands. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. basically. How much do you do? Uh, and do I get to save? Uh, let's see. Uh. <laughs> Shock to the creature that you touch. Make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Are you wearing armor? Okay. On a hit, the target takes 1d8. So, okay. uh, so I firstly, 
You're Take casting it. a spell while grappled. That's fine. <laughs> At least I get advantage. You don't get advantage. Mine says I have advantage. Why? You had advantage on attack roll. Oh, if you're wearing armor, so I don't get it. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you're already touching him, maybe. It's true, but like uh, the way the rules are is like I can probably notice that she's casting a spell oh, because, because it's not exactly a quiet process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a vocal. Oh, yeah. Is that the word that she uses? Oh, I'm very literal. <laughs> do I? Uh, yeah, zap. So if, since we're attacking each other, do I get a, an attack of opportunity as a reaction? <laughs> oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> since this is how we've decided that this day is going to go. I have go. so many hit points, I don't care right <laughs> now. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, like, hey, I'm not yeah. mad. No. <laughs> Um, That's fine. It's not about how many hit points you have. Nope. <laughs> I really admit, I thought for, for 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 sure oh. this is going to be like Tom and Jerry, where you, you know, someone tries to th or someone tries to throw the cat, and like Tom basically just turns into an accessory for that person's arm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this, this is the route we've taken. This is not how I intended today to go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> What were you thinking? Uh, is it ever? <laughs> this is... I don't know how we got onto this cul-de-sac, but... Um, Alright, so you're doing Shocking Grasp, mm -hmm. so that gives you... Uh, this, is there a save, or is it... So how, how does it work, or is it just I like... I have it, to still attack him. Okay, so... She has to roll an attack. Yeah. Do your attack. I, I rolled a 21. I'm assuming okay. that hits. That's yeah, that, that hits a naked Hugon, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um... So that's what you said, 1d8? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not casting it at higher levels. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's not trying to kill you. Just. <laughs> I just. Zap. Fortunately, Hugon is no stranger to pain. See, it's only a three. It's just a love zap. It's a, it's a love zap. <laughs> it's enough. It Yeah, it's enough where it doesn't necessarily hurt, but the shock definitely lets you, like, your, your, your hand, like. Oh, oh, oh. Spasm. Are you gonna I save? I would like to try and make that not happen. Because <laughs> here we are. Folks, I said we were gonna roll some dice today. I think we rolled more dice <laughs> in the last 45 minutes than we have like in an in This entire is what episode. your fuckery has wrought. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's my character. <laughs> Don't worry, Yvonne. At some point we're gonna let you play Dungeons no, and Dragons. Fine. I mean he's, <laughs> he's taken nine damage to like the face. Uh, Everyone was probably like, ow! I'm receiving entertainment. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. It's an ab workout, really. It's, it's what it is. I did just cast the lightning bolt, so it might have woken you up. If the necrotic. Oh no! I think this is more. I, just, I think this is more like a static shock, where it's like more a of a stun gun. Yeah. Like like the sound, like when you really get like a really good shock from an outlet, you know, like a, you know, like mm -hmm. it's sharp, it's loud, but it's not like. And always follow it up with someone going, "God damn it!" Yeah. Just <laughs> exactly what Hugh Gun does. <laughs> yes. So, how would you like to try to avoid having your reaction be letting go? Uh, I basically just kind of grit my teeth and and fight through it. All right. So that would be. Uh, yes, Constitution save. I'll, I'll say that because this is more of a uh, autonomic reaction, not necessarily just a pure strength reaction. So, I have an eight. It, you you just let go. Like God damn it! And like like one of those. Like three. Yeah, edge. <laughs> I would like to punt her. <laughs> 
as, no, I'm uh, kidding. Okay. I, like, no, it's more like a fake, like, God damn it. Like, she's you know she's out of range. No, he probably but, tried to kick her and just was like, didn't feel like chasing her anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're mad and it's like, you know you're probably not going to connect, but you do it anyways as the threat. Like, that could have been. Can I so. do, like, as the runaway, like, the bonus action? I pick up a little bit of the sparkle and do, like, the salt guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Egon's going straight back to her room. Jeez. Oh, Still covered in glitter. And pissed. And <laughs> <laughs> You can go straight back to Dren's corner. So, so, so where, where is Dren scurrying off to? Probably uh, somewhere to get some of the, the egg off. <laughs> like, glitter's fine, egg not so much. Yeah. Is she going to do the, uh, the snow boots stop in, in, her, in her room? Probably. Okay. In her bed. <laughs> no, he pisses in her bed. Oh, God! <laughs> You're like a freaking cat. If this, if this is the, if this is what we're going to be doing, <laughs> okay. So Dren's plan is to because I think we got to we got to get out of this cul-de-sac here. We're just chasing each other around a circle here. Um, I mean, like after that, he's done. I mean, like he can't get a hold of Dren. He's already so, ruined his door. So, so, he can't so go back to sleep. Dren, Dren goes. Dren, Dren goes to go clean up somewhere. She finds some place to get. Everything over. Hugon goes. This is on every single thing that Dren owns, <laughs> including Rosie. I don't know. Including if Rosie. Oh, he's gonna be so mad. But, but the Rosie. thing is, like, you don't always get Rosie, but you've been chasing Rosie as you've been doing, and it's <laughs> it's not making it any better. Little no, spurts fine. of fire. And then once that is done, he goes back to his room and he uh, gets his clothes and he finds the nearest bathing facility and like scours the glitter oh, and no. wipes it from himself. <laughs> We'll just maybe he just goes out into the snow and area. <laughs> goes out into the snow and just washes it out there yeah, just, just, just snow bath Christ just God damn it, just cursing the entire time <laughs> just, <laughs> loudly too not like like under his breath like screaming no it's like from uh, a Christmas story when you hear the dad in the basement work at the furnace Russia fuzzer right it's like army in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you get cleaned up, you head back to bed. Drenmai gets cleaned up, heads back to her room. Does she even notice what Hugon has done? Mm. I guess it depends on my own perception role. <laughs> yeah. Or does she just go right back to her work? Can she go back to work? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, no, she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just dive right back onto the workbench. Like just like the, the the seat's a little little like warm and like little wet, like whatever. And and, and Rosie's trying to tell you what's been happening, and it's like okay. <laughs> I feed him a cog. Like okay. Hugon <laughs> gets dressed after he's clean, and then spends basically the next X amount of hours until mission start awake <laughs> and just not near Trent. staring at the ceiling. Just no, no, fuming. he doesn't even go back into his room. His he has no door. <laughs> That's true. He wanders off somewhere in the monastery. <laughs> um, during your wanderings, you come across the same hallway that uh, that Thunic had discovered. Um, uh, the dwarves are not there working on it this time, but the scaffolding is still there. And you notice that it's it's a very you know it's a, it's a hallway with all the, like the leaves and the trees and the bark and the lanterns have given like different 
gives it a lot of really so you do you do come across that hallway um so thonic you took your nine thought it was just a bug probably trying to bite you and oh yeah <laughs> like oh really? this is happening <laughs> there's this huge commotion outside the entire like, <laughs> or like a persistent squirrel <laughs> very persistent <laughs> squirrel yeah it, it, it really does sound like like boulders rubbing rubbing up against each other that's how he snores <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> and, goes, and it rolls over, like one leg up in the air, and the other one, uh, arm over his head, and falls back asleep. Because this is a tiny bed too. There's not room. Yeah. In this he's bed, he's probably rolled off of the bed while trying to roll over. So like There's he's got a, like, one arm foot up still there. up there. There's like a foot and a hand still in the bed. Yeah. This, sheets are kind of like, kind of like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So other than that, we have a peaceful night. Uh, <laughs> did you still, uh, Hugon? Did you still want to wake up Laura Lissa in the morning to do? Well, I was gonna if Laura Lissa already isn't awake. Um, we'll say for the moment that she's not. <laughs> no, folks at home, I'm really sorry. I did not intend for it to go this direction. <laughs> I. You opened the door. You opened the box. I did. I opened the box. And I said, oh, what's in the box? <laughs> Chaotic Nutella. Chaotic Nutella is in the box. You give us the tools to do this, we will do this. I am nothing if not true to my character. <laughs> About five years ago, I'd have quit. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm done. <laughs> but here we are when I'm, a, I'm, I'm I've grown. <laughs> uh, Both as a person. Yes, and- as a player. And a play. <laughs> um, he probably trains in that area. It's just like he hangs out. If there's okay. like a wider space, like at the end of this hallway, mm-hmm. like a, a vestibule or something like that, it, he'll just practice there. Okay. Um. So in the morning, <clears throat> as we, we, unless there's any specific preparations you like to do, uh, as far as like you know breakfast and everything. Right, well, let me ask you: Are there specific things that you would like to do prior to? Uh, or, or is, let me ask you, is the plan to head on down to the library? Uh, I would like to make a catalog of what the monks have in terms of supplies that we can use. Uh, what, what is it that you would be looking for? Any sort of, um, like curative potions, Mm -hmm. um, perhaps like rope torches, you know, lanterns, things like that. Mm-hmm. To help us see in the dark, because Hugan cannot see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what we're going to be dealing with, and but since it's a library, I probably won't be looking for alchemist fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pro- probably, <laughs> probably not. Um, um, the basic, mainly, mainly it's the curatives mm-hmm. that I want to find. The. The, yeah, the monks uh, can, they, you know, they have lanterns and things and they've got like rope and so they can get you that stuff. So whatever stuff that you're looking for, you could probably find. They do recommend that. So the entrance to the library is actually far below, actually down. You have to exit the monastery, head down into the valley, and then that's where the that's where the entrance to the library is. So uh, how far into the valley? Like where the village is? Yeah, so the way it, the way it's set up is that the <clears throat> the entrance to the monastery is like high up on a cliffside, right. and then there's like a um, uh, a switchback, very steep switchback that would lead down to the valley floor, 
pretty much like within five minutes walking distance of the library is the is the village um you know the village more than likely sprung up there you know the monks so this was a dwarven stronghold before um known as stonehaven and so when the library was built um you know people would come and the dwarves uh typically do not let outsiders in beyond like their um outer chambers yeah like mm-hmm. like you know it's 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 consi- you know it is it is extraordinarily rare to let someone who is not a dwarf and specifically not a dwarf of that clan to allow them in to see the forges and all the and all the other stuff because you know they're working on some things that they don't necessarily want everyone knowing. No, that's fair. So the library is kind of like that sort of outer, um, uh, antechamber where you know. So the village probably sprung up there as a form of commerce. Yeah, you know, like oh, there's people coming to the library, so village, you know, typical. Um, so yeah, so they do recommend that there's an apothecary in the village that you'd want to, uh, see to, to get the, uh, potions that you're looking for, but they don't think it would be very difficult. They more than likely they would have it down there. Sure. 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 Are they extending us a line of credit? Um, cause they said they would. Oh, that's true. They did say that. Yeah. They, they, they can, yeah, they said that they would, um, cool. you know, within reason. Well, of course. Yeah, I want the uh, entire apothecary. I want what? all of your potions. Give, bring it to me, <laughs> all of it. I said all. I want the cart and the mule too. I'm kidding. <laughs> I want all of it. That's a lot. One keg of healing, please. One keg of healing. <laughs> bring me all of the eggs. I'm gonna and bacon dump it on myself have. and be healed. <laughs> bring me all of the eggs and bacon that you have. Hold on a second. I think you <laughs> might have misheard me. Yeah. You might have thought I said bring me a lot a of lot. eggs and bacon. No, bring me you. all. Of the eggs and bacon all. that you have. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Dren and Thunuk, mm-hmm. are there any things that you would like to do to prepare before heading down into the valley? Hugon and Dren, do you have anything you'd like to say to each other? <laughs> I just smile. So Thunuk, you definitely pick Hugon up. I mean, this is. I'm not even. I'm not even going to require a perception <laughs> roll, uh-huh. Thunuk. You could tell there's something up between Dren and Hugon. <laughs> now, here's I, I, here's something I'm going to ask. Can I tell in what vein of something? No, that would require a perception check, I think. Okay, I mean, like, not specifics like what happened, but more like, are they angry at each other? Yeah, roll an insight spat. versus Hugon. Just a just a general general perception roll or an okay. or or insight, whichever one you feel would is be. This is usual grumpy or expert grumpy. Um, advanced grumpy. Advanced grumpy. Where did my special insight go? Thing. There this is go. level S grumpy. S rank. S rank grumpy. All right. Before oh, wow. he was hovering in the B range. I have a plus ten to insight. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's uh, amazing. Okay, let's do this. 25. 25. Hugon looks like he wishes to crush Dren like a roach with his boot. And he doesn't even, he doesn't like walk over here. He doesn't like look at her. But you can tell every time like she like happens to draw closer, he instinctively moves away from her. Not like as in like fear, but like if I stand close, I'm going to come to blows. What is Dren doing right now? Probably annoying the shit out of you. We're going to be really honest. Just, just big, shit-eating grin. Uh, Thunuk is going to 
settle up. Be like, what happened? Shut up. He seems not Shut happy. Shut up. You're not happy. <laughs> Did you not eat breakfast? Is your blood sugar low? We should get you some he food. Like, he like t- puts his hand on like Thonic's shoulder and like, which is like a really big reach up. Right, it's... and like try, tries to like bring him down, like not like forcefully, just yeah. like kind of like. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. Period. If I have anything to say, I'll start, and then he just pushes you away very gently. Okay. So, Thonic, like this reminds you of times. Uh, when you have been in villages, when you've seen like married couples fighting, mm-hmm. this is the shittiest marriage. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I, I'm just putting it out. <laughs> <laughs> These are people who would poison each other if they were married. So I'm just going to slowly back away, go to the kitchen, and get. Oh, a we're, big... I thought we were on the hill. Are we? Are, are we, we traveling already leaving? Right no, no, this is still, okay. this is like still with it. We haven't left yet. Okay, yeah. and he's going to get breakfast. Um, just a big old loaf of bread and, and like some leftover cooked meat from the, the night before. Um, so when you go in there, you notice, or yeah, give me give me another perception roll. He's so hungry right now. We can talk about food. I was. So 12. <laughs> um, you notice that one of the, uh, containers that was in there last the previous evening when you were cooking, you do notice that it is now open and empty, and it's very ornate, and oh. it has uh, dragons carved into it. Uh oh. Um. Can I tell what the container is for based upon its carvings? It. Or- the inside looks like it was shaped like a large egg. Okay. Um. I'm going to wave someone down that works there and say, what's this for? And one of the brothers walks up and goes, oh, well, this is, oh, dear God, what happened? I don't know. I just noticed that it was open. The white dragon egg, where did it go? Uh, I would assume that it's in the kitchen. Uh, someone may have eaten it. If it was important, what? No, never mind. Not it. Nope, nope not getting into it. I did not, not eat it. Into- not it. <laughs> uh, clearly, uh, it was very important to you. Um, but yeah, are that? Do they taste good? Are there any more? If they are, do they and he's good? just like horrified by this, and he's like immediately out the door, like talking to someone. Yeah, it, this is our sacred egg. Oh, cool. Put it in the kitchen. <laughs> are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Are you stupid? It's got to stay warm, so it's a no. Actually, that is sensible. No, it is not. It's a dragon egg. It, it's it needs to be in a climate-controlled environment. So put it in the cellar somewhere. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> not getting into it. Um, while 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 they're busy freaking out, then it's like, not my fault. But I'm still hungry. <laughs> so you get your breakfast, people, you know. Yes. <laughs> D- you know, down, down the breakfast here. Um, <laughs> um, right. So, are there any other preparations you'd like to make before heading down into the valley? Well, I worked all night. I'm good. Razi's moving without a squeak. Mm-hmm. He's all happy now, and he'll the cold won't affect him anymore. Hmm. Are we bringing? Uh, I think we should leave Buck behind. 
I don't think he contributes anything in value in combat. Probably not. He can stay here. Okay. So Buck goes into like sleep mode. Yeah, he essentially. He could have and, and, value in combat. Somebody... Shut up. <laughs> if you only let her Shut modify up. him just a little bit. <laughs> if only you let me touch his insides. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a conversation we're going to have. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, um, the three of you and the Fiedlersons, um, start working your way down. So you walk out to the, the front gates of the, of the, um, monastery and you're immediately, um, blasted with a cold wind, but it's not as cold as it was. You're immediately, you're immediately blasted with an Eldridge blast. Um, hey man. Uh, no, it, it's, um, it's, but it's not as, um, frigid as, as when you, uh, exited the shadow gate. That was just purely frigid, you know, immediately numbing the face cold. This is more, um, on a very cold spring day. Uh, kind of cold um, and as you uh, as best you could tell you're actually exiting from a different side of the mountain than from what you entered the monastery so it's almost like the pathway that you were following was like around a crevasse around mm, one side of the mountain you're on the other yeah. side <clears throat> so and when you come out when you come out and you look um, there's snow and everything and you can see down to the valley and the valley kind of curves around like a like a moon and it is uh, very lush and verdant. It's about a thousand feet below, but it's very lush, very verdant down there. Um, and you can see like a, a river. Uh, it looks like almost like a, um, a river uh, flowing through it. Um, but it's, it, is, it is noticeably warmer, even at this great height. It is, it is noticeably warmer. Um, and you get to the edge of the steps. It almost looks like it steps off into nothing. But then you see it. There is a path. It is a it is a narrow path that is like the switchback that works its way down uh, the cliff, so that way you can descend safely um, in, into the valley. And you can see part. And uh, Hugon, you can see from a defensive mm -hmm. point of view, this would prevent any kind of heavy war machinery, siege engine. Right. This is designed to be hard to get to, not just for an army, but for everything that an army would bring with it. Exactly. And for it, an army of dwarves might be able, maybe, maybe be able maybe to march side by side. The second mountain next to this mountain and then siege it. Yeah. That's the only thing they really could do. Um, but you can see it's everything that you've seen has been incredibly, um, incredibly uh, uh, meant for defending a stronghold. Mm. So give me another, what was the check we were doing on this? Oh, give we me a history last night. Yeah. Give me another history check on this. Uh, it's an 18 on the dice. Um, I believe that a is very a... obstinate, uh, tactical dwarf building a mobile siege mountain. Just, for I mean, purpose. like with enough Just money, because. I'm sure that they could do it. Yeah. With enough mo time, money, and resources. 23. That's a 23 total. Um, based on the information that you've been gathering so far from you walking the halls, see, mm -hmm. you know, when you've been kind of cataloging the way that this stronghold was built, you're starting to see in a very real way how you could um, apply this, apply the principles to Pinedale. 
So not so much that, hey, you know, it's it's a mountain versus a town, but you're starting to see, wait a minute, there's principles that like that well, there's I mean, it's almost like you're like your brainstorm, like, oh, I see that. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I it, see it, how that could apply here. Right. It, it, it's there's a sort of universal quality to it. Mm-hmm. A good, a good, strong strategy is a good, strong strategy. Yeah. But There's you're, but you're perfect seeing application everywhere, but enough can be taken from certain aspects of it and applied to different situations. Yes. That's, and the, you're, that's the hallmark of a good strategy. And you're, but you're actually seeing the specifics of, wait a minute, good. This is how this could work in Pinedale. So you start formulating some plans in your head in a way that would, and what you're seeing is that it's a way to do it naturally, a way without having to build like a huge bulwark, like in right. front of the town. Something that can be done immediately mm-hmm. with almost zero effort in terms of yeah. preparation. So yeah, he'll probably be stopping like now and then mm-hmm. just sort of studying stuff on their, on where, wherever it is that they're going or doing mm-hmm. throughout the day, he'll probably just kind of stop and like cross his arms and just start looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of just taking he, it in. He doesn't probably write while he walks. Yeah. Because they don't have horses or anything. Mm-mm. But he's definitely taking note and definitely committing some stuff to memory. Yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, y- the walk is pretty silent on the way down. Um, the Fiedlersons definitely pick up on whatever tension is between. Uh, oh, really? Dren. Yeah. What a surprise. And so they're, they... <laughs> Um, are sort of like unconsciously walking. So Laura Lissa is kind of walking close to you, Hugon, but like giving you your space. You know, she definitely, there's there's a cloud of anger and she's like kind of at the edge of it. Like, uh, all right. Cool. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll leave him alone today. Yeah, yeah. He used to be and, having um, a bad morning. Colehand uh, uh, is walking up closer to Thunuk. And they're just sort of, you guys are, I'm trying to think, what would the, some of the small talk be? It would be more like, um, He's probably asking you about like your giant ancestry because being from the mountains, they've seen giants, oh, but their yeah. their experience with giants is quite different than the experience with Fearbolg. Yeah, or if, yeah, Fearbolg probably at large, which they really don't see that often. They're not you know not too much in the mountain dwelling, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably asking you some questions about like, so you're kind of a giant. Yes giant kin uh all giants are giant kin but i guess we're giant or kinner or something <laughs> and he says he says okay D- do your people make war because my experience up to this point has been with you're a larger kin and they, yeah, that would be an accurate descriptor. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, we we don't like to start fights. That's rude. Hmm. Have you ever had to be in a fight? Well, yeah. For some reason, people think giant means giant. And that means that I'm mean and I'm going to attack them. So sometimes they attack me first. Mm. And, I mean, I don't want to hurt them, but I don't want them to hurt me. So I kind of have to sometimes. Well, that's pragmatic. What's that word? Sometimes you do what you have to do. Pragmatic. Okay. 
It's smart. It's smart, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. People don't usually use any words that describe smart for me. <laughs> That's they a don't. new one. Thank you. There's different kinds of smart, my large friend. Different kinds. They said... And he said, that's, and it's kind of odd for me to say that because I'm usually the largest one when I'm talking with people. Really? Usually. I mean, he's taller than Hugon by like, he's a, he's, a couple of inches. Yeah, he's a big, this is a big, he, this guy only comes up to like mid chest on you. Mm -hmm. Like he's probably like six, five, like he's a big, and this is a, you know, big mountain of a man who's still dwarfed next to you. <laughs> you still are a good, like two, three heads larger than him. So mm -hmm. he's like kind of like looking up and he goes, I have to tell you, this is a unique experience. Uh, uh, talking to me? Well, having an intelligent conversation with any kind of giant to begin with, but having to look up at someone as I'm speaking. Mm. I would... I, yeah, probably. I've only <laughs> ever had to do that for my family members and that one giant who lived in the river he was nice uh but he was much 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 bigger than me much bigger. <laughs> he's way huge just very, so big it's very large uh but yeah i guess you're pretty tall for a and he squints and he looks at him like human yes human you're tall for a human i i have been called as such yes so, but he, you know, he's, he's content to walk in, in silence with you. He's, he's not, he doesn't feel the need to constantly be engaged in idle mm. chit chat. He's allowed, he, he, he's a, perfectly all right. Just listening to the, um, listening to the world around you. Mm -hmm. And as you descend into this Canyon, um, and it's relatively easy, you're going downhill. Um, it's, it's steep, but not so steep where you're having to really worry about like falling down and rolling down the hill um, or rolling down the switchbacks. Um, when you get to the corners, they're a little dicey because there are no, uh, like there's no guardrails on this thing. <laughs> so in the middle, if you were to fall not off, OSHA, you would just, not OSHA yeah, this is, this is definitely not OSHA compliant. Yeah. <laughs> Cause if you were to like go off in the middle of the switchback and you're just like you know, of the trail and you're to like kind of fall off the side, you would end up, you know, 20, 30 feet down on the next switchback, on the next path. You'd, you'd be a little hurt, but, you know, but when you get to the corners where they actually do switch around, it's like sheer straight down. You would not want to take this at speed. Less OSHA compliant and more oh shit compliant. No shit compliant, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. How long have you been sitting on that one? Uh, Three seconds. <laughs> Um, but as you, as you move further down into the valley, uh, you notice it is getting warmer, um, by a few degrees, but you also start to hear more sounds of nature. Whereas that high up, you are pretty much hearing nothing but the howling of the wind. Um, you see a couple birds circling above, but there really wasn't a lot. And as you get further down into the valley, you actually start to hear more birds chirping. It sounds more like what you'd expect spring to sound like, um, and you you uh, reach the uh, end of the trail at the end of the valley here, or at the end of the switchbacks, and it kind of is like this. There's uh, like a dirt um, clearing in the grass. It's pretty. It's a pretty open valley. There's little copses of trees here and there, but it's pretty. It's a pretty open vale. Um, 
Uh, grass is a little, you know, grass is just starting to grow again. So it's not, you know, knee high yet. Uh, and you can see that there is a trail that leads from here, uh, worn into the ground, uh, that leads from there to the village. Uh, and then you can also see there's another trail that leads from here to what you see off to your right, which is the, uh, what you're picking up to be the entrance to this library, um, which is these grand, uh, um, carved right into the rock. It's like these grand, uh, statues of dwarves that are dozens of feet high. Um, uh, like holding like swords, you know, shields in front of them. And they're like lined up there. And then there's like this double doored entrance steps leading up to it carved right into the rock. And then you can see there's more like areas um, like carved above it. So the library is carved into the, into the, into the uh, very living stone. Um, so, but from what you had said, you'd wanted to hit the village first, correct? And was it, was it just to buy the potions? I mean, I'm not really... Uh, Hugon would not be, like, looking to go slow at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, given the events of last night, his goal is to be finished with this <laughs> in as rapid a fashion as possible. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely... Like, the village definitely we need to hit up because there's a, an apothecary there. Mm-hmm. But at no point is he going to be like, oh, let's let's have lunch. Yeah, let's. Have lunch. <laughs> I want to meet the townsfolk. Like, no, I don't want any of that. Hey, there's I, a good bistro here. I want to get the things that I want, and I want to leave. Um. Okay. Are there other things that anyone else? I just again, I'm just want to make sure. Is there anything else that anyone want to accomplish in town, or is it basically just to go to the apothecary, get the heal, the the healing potions? Many is that they'll, they'll let us have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I need anything specific. Okay. So, I'm sorry, Hugo or Thunic? Um, no, I, I think uh, I can't think of anything. So I'm just gonna say no. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know, it's a small, quaint little mountain town. Um. Not bustling as much as it may have won at some one point, but it's also just spring, so it might be that you know one now that winter is broken, maybe people can you know once the floods recede, people right. will be able to start making the the pilgrimage again. So they um the apothecary has four uh, healing potions that you can use. Fantastic. So who's going to hold on to them? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I sense a lack of trust here. It has nothing to do with trust. It's just a matter of like, Thunuk doesn't need them, and I don't want him to have them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, you guys are, so are you looking to, uh, are you looking to do your deal with the library? I am. Okay. Absolutely. Because the sooner we can handle this, Better, better in my opinion. Thunuk <laughs> uh, is actually going to ask some uh, some of the birds in the area if they know what's uh, what what is in the library. Have they encountered anything in there? Have, have the squirrels have have any or the rats have any opinions? As I'm sure, like there's something. <laughs> no, there's this some is sort, valid. I there's like some this. sort of critter in the library. Mm -hmm. 
and they have encountered this thing. And critters are rumor mongers. That's how they survive because they're small and they, they got to pass the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he he's looking for rumors. And is this? Do you naturally speak with the animals, or is this where you have to cast speak with animals? Or uh, I have to actually speak with animals if I want like verbs and mm-hmm. nouns. <laughs> Otherwise, I can speak to them, and they Mm -hmm. will understand me. I can speak to birds and uh, plants and animals, and they will understand me. Okay. They have to do something. I have to interpret their responses unless I actively use Mm -hmm. speak with uh, speak with animals. Um, Hugon, do you have your, or do any of you have your armor deployed at this point? No. No. Yes. Um, you do. Okay. It, because it's it's either his normal rags or his 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 armor. Okay. Um, so you find a uh, um, blue jay. Mm-hmm. Very loud, obstinate blue jay. Of course. <laughs> Basically, uh, they're standard. Uh, more so than most. Oh, so he's uh, um, extra an asshole. Sitting. Uh, he's here. sitting on the peak. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> sitting on top of the peak of the apothecary, mm-hmm. and. You you ask him basically you're asking him hey what's going on in the library and I think squawks and comes down to you and it's squawking in your ear and realizes that you don't understand what it's saying oh no uh, and, I I did cast speak with animals oh oh okay yeah uh, oh. if I want to have an actual conversation I have to cast speak with animals oh okay so uh, you otherwise speak it's that- just like I can say things and then they sort of like I'm going to do a dance and I have to <laughs> inter- interpret it. I, I... <laughs> So, <laughs> um, at home we just did the uh, the quintessential uh, Blue Jay dance or Stellar's uh, Jay dance from the Stellar's Jay dance. Um, so he uh, he 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 lights on your shoulder, and he says, "There are mm, loud things coming from the hole in the rock there." Huh. And. Um, the, the rats, they're coming out and we don't want them to come out because they make it harder for us to find our own food, but they're coming out scared. Are they saying anything about what's in there? Rats don't say much. Well, I don't talk to rats, but, Mm. um, they said that they're um, hmm, noises, the noises, and it looks around and it sees Crohan and Crohan's got his giant great axe, like just hefted on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he, the, the Jay flies over and pecks on the blade of the axe. So you get ding, 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 ding and flies back. It's like noises like that no, noise from that material. Are they I, okay? That's weird. Um, mm. And mm, gray things? Well, no, that doesn't help you. I'm colorblind. Everything's gray. But gray things. They're gray. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, little friend, and I could give him a little, a little seed from, from one of my pockets. <laughs> and flits away. Then I toss a, a bit of uh, 
something on, on the on the ground and uh, near like an entrance to a house or something. Like, mm-hmm. hey guys, anyone in there? Rats, mice, anyone else? I summon you. Heed my call. And here, you know, you know, a little, 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 little mouse squeak. pops up. Little squeaky squeak. Little squeaky squeak and comes up and r- runs up to you and like and grabs some of the breadcrumbs and does that and doing that. Hey, buddy. How you doing? So, have, you, have, so, you heard, have you heard anything from the library? I heard the rats are scared of the place. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to move in. Who's this is our move? house. This is oh. the mouse house. Well, would you, to... would you like for the rats to not move in and go back to the library? Very much so. Okay. I want to... I can fix that. We can... We can Give them their home back, but mm. uh, we we didn't we didn't know what were what what scared them away. Can you just get rid of them? That seems mean. Have you met a nice rat? Mm. Sometimes. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mm, I don't think a familiar rat counts, so maybe not. Mm. Well, you have a point. Mm. Well, six of one, half dozen of the other. Either way, I get what I want. I'm okay with this. Okay, how can I help? Uh, I need to know what scared the rats away. My friends and I are going to go into the library and make those things go away, but it's it, it might be helpful to know what they are. Mm, they said it was digging people. Like humans, but smaller and digging. They dig. Okay. Yeah. They didn't come in through the front door. And they're mean. And they smell. Kind of. Do they look like bugs? No. Okay. No. They just, they kind of, they smell oily. Yeah, they don't. They don't smell good. They don't smell good. Even by like people standards, they don't smell good, because people are pretty stinky. Uh, yeah, people smell weird. Yeah. They put stuff on them to smell weird on purpose. Why do they do that? I don't know. I don't like it. Well. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go uh, see these things and fix this for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Do you have, do you have any more food? Uh, and he... he you he, are food! <laughs> <laughs> because, according to Thulek, you Everything can eat anything. Well, I mean, as, as long as you don't know their names, they're not your friend. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever. Other things are food. You are. I promise. <laughs> Maybe if I'm really hungry. No, no, my name is Squeakles, no! <laughs> ah! <sighs> I'll never be able to eat again. Um... <laughs> Sarianism. Woo. He 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 produces what what is probably like a bean or something that got stuck in his beard. Okay, yeah. and the mouse is perfectly happy with that. Okay. Um. And then Thunuk is going to go back to the party and 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 let everyone know what he's found out. Um. So the Blue Jays say that whatever is in the library goes tink 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 like metal. It makes a lot of metal noises. Um. 
and the mice say that it smells bad and it looks like humans, but but smells like bad humans, and they come up came up from the ground. They're, they dig. Well, that could be a plenty of things. Uh, yeah, I've never heard anything like that. I mean, I haven't either, but I mean, I'm sure that they die. It's <laughs> really, really all that. Does I it mean. bleed? Does it bleed? Does it mean, bleed? I, I didn't ask that, but I, I could. Could have. You should have. I'll do that in the future. Um, I mean, you don't have to ask it for everything. Okay. Only when we're trying to kill it. Oh. Like, like that's a very important thing. Like, right, that seems less. Do not ask now. certain people if they bleed. Don't yeah, ask certain okay. people if they bleed. That seems more appropriate now. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, not every person, but some. Uh huh. And we'll tell you when. That'll or be I will. Uh, we'll I talk know. about that later. Yeah. Okay. That later. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, before we go any further, it is about the halfway point. Mm -hmm. So, folks, this is a good place for us to take a break. We are going to take the briefest of breaks. And then we will come back with some more Team X shenanigans. Then falls down the stairs in the <laughs> And things happen, and no one knows why, and oh my god. Uh, we just we came out without a Dren, and that's all. Oh we, that's all we know. That's all. So... Okay, guys. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure mind your own business. Um, all right. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in uh, less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we will continue our adventure for episode two of season two of Eat Drink Rolls Team X. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of today's episode. Um, all right. So where we last left everyone. Um, Funnick had done a little research, a little recon with the local forest creatures and gotten sure. a little bit of information he did. as to what's going on in there. So now we're faced, uh, the team is faced with entering the library itself, the library proper. So at the base of this cliff, you see the stairs leading up. Hang on, clues is reaching out and out touching of, faith. Out of focus. You see, the question is, was it really that the camera was out of focus or was just clues actually out I of focus? I just went blurry for a minute. <laughs> Her molecules vibrated too hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was how I so, Aura. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. So yeah, I like I'm it. Actually, I'm writing that down. I like that. Chaos. Chaos Aura. Uh, aura. It's <laughs> an old 3.5 thing. Drenz is always oh, is it? a 10. Yeah. yeah, it's an old one. Old, old, old. Uh, Pretty baller, <laughs> but old. Yeah. So at the base, so the path leading from the town to the, to, excuse me, to the library entrance is very, um, this one is a little bit wider, where you can see um, cart, uh, the ruts in the road from um, carts, traveling from the town to the base of the stairway here. Very well hard-packed earth, very well traveled. Um, grass not really growing here. Um, as I'd said before, grass is, is starting to now peak up through the ground and tufts um, starting to come back um, as the with the spring. 
Um, when you're off the, every time you've ever wandered off the main path, it does get very squishy very quickly, just from it being wet from all the summer, from the, from the, from the spring melts and everything. Um, so you get to the base of this and it's, um, it looks as though, again, this was carved right out of the cliff face. So you've got a stairwell that this grand staircase that leads up to these columns, uh, two on each side of these carved uh, dwarven guardians. Um, and you see that the two on the outside have um, swords and shields, but the two on the uh, the two inner columns, and again, these columns are dozens of feet high. Um, you see them having, they have books in their hands. Um, looks like they're guarding the books themselves. And it my leads, books. my books, not yours, my books. mine. <laughs> um, and it leads up, the stairwell leads up to these um, grand, ornately carved double doors, stone doors. Um, and then as you continue to cast your gaze upward, um, you can actually see, uh, it looks like there's like little, like vent windows, like little small windows, uh, carved into the rock. Um, and then you see off on the left-hand side, there's actually a series of columns that lead, looks almost like into an open area. Um, almost like a, like a, like an open porch type area. Uh, it's, you know, basically, uh, you're talking maybe 60, 70 feet up. Um, so it's, you know, and that looks like it's completely open there. So, um, that is what you see before you, as you approach this library, not the library. Yeah. The library. Stop. stop. (laughs) Don't, don't say that. I won't. Don't, don't. Can I ask you a question? Specifically. I'm telling you that you're wrong. <laughs> no. Well uh, played. Hugon like sort of stands like this was like what a 60 foot staircase, something like that, like yeah. steep ass stairs. Mm-hmm. So Hugon oh. is standing at the bottom of these stairs. And he's like looking up into the into the the sort of cavernous entryway mm-hmm. that exists. He's like well, this is where things are going to get interesting. And he like he he turns and regards Laura, Lissa, and Cohan. Mm-hmm. He says, "Come here a second. We gotta we gotta talk." And they approach, he, and he yeah. starts walking up the stairs, and he like motions everybody to follow. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how either one of you fights. I don't know how you were trained or where you were trained or who trained you. And that's fine. I trust that you have the capability to kill another thing if it's coming for you. Mm -hmm. I trust the two of you are more independent fighters, not, not unit fighters. And they... Do they give him the what? Yeah, kind of like. And he sort of he, he shakes his head and goes, "Do you fight on your own or do you fight in teams?" And Coin says, "I have fought 
side by side with people before. Okay. Not really what I meant, but you're asking if I've served in a official military. Right. Unit. Are you no? Are you so you are an independent fighter? You're you don't know. You may know them, but you you're not trained in tactics in positioning and those sorts of things. You I'm trained in positioning my axes into other people's heads. See, that's fair. And that's again, I said that that was fine. I'm just trying to figure out where we stand before we get into combat and we bump into each other or I get an axe in the face on accident. It'll never be by accident. Thank you for the bravado. <laughs> I don't really have time for that. The <laughs> you and I, and he looks at Cohan and like does the mm -hmm. us. We're the front line. That means nothing gets past us if we can help it. Mm -hmm. You and I have two different fighting styles, but our weapons are sweeping weapons. They have wide arcs. Mind your arc because I'm going to be next to you. I'll mind my arc because I'm going to be next to you. He looks at Laura listening and goes, you are a Harrier. Your job is to pick off the people who do get past us. They're going to be hurt. You need to finish them off. We cannot let anything get to Thunuk or Drenmai. It's okay. Does that make sense to you? If, if it does, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you, if right you insist. Not right okay. now. Right. I beat a bug to death with a stick. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you you can't fight, Thunuk. I'm saying that like you you belong in the back because you can see over everybody. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and I can't <laughs> see through you because you're fucking huge. I'm a little bit big. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's our jobs. We keep what's ever in there from eating Drenmai and Thunuk. Sounds fair. Good. We have an understanding then. You hear like a little voice from back. Oh, he does care. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you so much. <laughs> 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 oh boy mm -hmm. Laura Lissa do you have beyond your skill with knives or whatever it is that you fight with I, I assume those are short swords or daggers or something he is gesturing mm -hmm. to the yeah. sheathed weapons mm -hmm. is there anything else that you're bringing that we need to know about not weapon wise but ability wise so to speak she says I have the ability to go unseen. So it could be possible that while you and my brother are distracting people, I'm able to move and That's strike good. from behind. That helps us. We're probably going to be using you to run back and forth between what we don't know is ahead and then report back to us. Mm -hmm. So keep in mind that while we can come to support you, you're going to be alone for a time, and that it's going to take a moment to get there. Since nothing, I'm, nothing I'm not used to. Don't engage in fights until you know we're all ready. Is basically what I'm saying. 
Nothing I'm not used to. Cohan, um, are you more comfortable waiting in or, or do you plant your feet and let people come to you? He says, I go where the fight is. It's not the question that I asked you. It's the answer you're getting. He said, tell me where I can be most effective. And okay, that is I where do, I will I be. I can do that. That's easy. He said, and that is where I will be. Excuse me. Hmm. So, like he, like uh, Hugon turns as he's walking up to. Mm -hmm. He goes, "You know your power better than I do. You've got the the choice of how to employ it. I trust that you are going to be able to do that." Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He hasn't failed you yet. No, he actually, he probably would say, Red Lady, help me. <laughs> All right. Who here hey. can see in the dark? Anyone? Can anyone see in the dark? Can anyone see in the dark? <laughs> Uh-huh. Nope. nope. Okay, well you nope. don't count because you're not real. <laughs> Figment of the imagination. Sparkle. Stonuck? Mm-hmm. Can nope. you see in the dark? No, no, I cannot. I trust that neither of you can see in the dark. And they both shake their heads. Alright. So that means we're gonna have light. And that means the things that are in there are gonna know that we're coming. So be ready for ambushes at all times. Here, Dren, hold the light. <laughs> I imagine her lantern does the light thing anyway. So. That's a good question. Does the lantern actually perform the function of a lantern? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Ominous. I... I'm <laughs> just like I can see in the dark just fine. I can see in the dark really well. He's just mad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's just so so <laughs> mad. All right, well, Hugon seems satisfied and so summons his his armor and weapons as they're going up the up the stairs. Does the, okay. the tap thing. And Dren, have you um what does it look like when you deploy your armor? She wears armor. Um. Well, some kind of. She's. I. I didn't know. Okay. I just, it's, just, it's just more like leather. Mm -hmm. She hasn't really, you know, she's the distance fighter mostly, mm -hmm. so it's more just vital protection. I might have not even like not had my armor on because it's cold when we left, so I might have just put it on because yeah, it's warm. Okie dokie. So you guys start walking up to the um, to the doors here, and 
they are closed and there's enormous stone doors. Um, but you can see where within the carvings, there's uh, handles to grasp and pull the doors open. And I even reach them. <laughs> there, um, you might be able to jump because I mean, the dwarves would have had to open this. Okay. Um, but, um, but there's like, you know, a ridge going up that you're able to grab and you go to heave this door open and you almost fall over backwards because it's so well balanced that it um, it's so well balanced that it just opens without any kind of effort whatsoever. So we're here. You're expecting to have to heave this enormous stone gateway open. Yeah. It just glides open. I threw like my full 40 pounds. Into <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging off of it. It's open. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I got it. It's really tough. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> I, I, I did this. I loosened it. Was me. It. No one else. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like, there's like, like Hugon had like opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like, so you enter into uh, the main foyer here. Before we get any further, did ah. any sort of odor come out of this door? Um. Yes. So. Books have a smell, especially old right. books. It's kind of musty. Right. And if you walk into an old library, um, there's a mixture of like the mustiness of like these old pages combined with the smell of fresh inks. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the smell you get. You don't get, it's not like a blast you in the face, but it's like, oh, this is what a library smells like. Mm -hmm. So. Um. Yeah, but nothing, nothing like the smell of death. Okay, right. or anything like that. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So uh, the foyer in front of you um, does have light. There is light streaming in um, from the front of the mountain. There's like hidden alcoves, apparently carved into the rock that allows natural sunlight to to penetrate into here. Um, and it's basically uh, an open hallway, about 40 feet deep and 160 feet wide, big vaulted ceilings, um, uh, enormous, immaculately polished flagstones in the floor. Um, and the walls are um, a combination of uh, carvings and mosaics of um, various scenes of learning. Mm -hmm. um but it, it is absolutely exquisite and you're and you can hear your um your boots you know uh, echoing within the hallway um as you enter um just just with the this the sheer enormity of it and it, as best you could tell this looks like it's the like opening reception area for when groups are arriving to um enter the library um, that this would be kind of like a, a mustering spot. Mm, okay. So, and uh, directly across from me, you're you're greeted with another another set of double doors, um, virtually identical to the ones outside. Okay. But this this particular um, uh, area is uh, is is um, 
locked. But what I do need you to do is to have you guys each roll a d20. Okay. Anything that we add to it? Nope, just a, just a straight d20. 15. 15. 12. 12. Five. Okay. And a five. Okay. Um, so you are able to hear, though, some news, uh, some newses. <laughs> You're able to hear some noises just on the other side of the door. The door is actually cracked a little bit. And you're able to hear some noises coming from the other side. Can I tell what they are? Um, you can do a uh, perception check. Perception. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. So, yeah, give me a D6 real quick. one um you're able to hear um it sounds like um uh soft soled uh boots moving around in there but also you're able to hear um it sounds like the delicate tinking of um metal on stone almost like uh the sound of a um, a mining pick gently tapping on the stone, not like being swung, um, but it's more like you're hearing like, like click, 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 as you're, as you're, as you're hearing that. To clarify. Yes. The monks said that they had been like ejected from their library, like something was preventing them from entry. Uh, they had said that uh, monks had disappeared into there. Um, and that they had a, they, they were forbidden from engaging in violence. So they were unable to really go and. So basically they had a string of disappearances and they, they're not allowed to fight. So they didn't investigate. I, they said that all the investigations, uh, ended with people not coming back. Okay, cool. So you say cool, but. Well, it's not cool. Obviously it's, it sucks, but so here how, we are. How long ago were the disappearances? Um, within the last several weeks. And the floors are still clean. I mean, they're dusty. It's not like they're, they've been cleaned. When I say immaculately polished, what I mean is that... Um, I mean more on the craftsmanship. Okay. Um, footsteps? Uh, you, yes, you do see um, prints in the dust that have like gone in but there doesn't appear to be much coming out. There does look like there's uh, disturbances in the dust right at where the door is cracked, um, but nothing really leading out of that. So you see a whole bunch of foot, uh, footprints in like different directions and configurations. So it looks like it might be where things with feet of this size are maybe just walking just out to that level, like j just outside the door and then coming right back, going right back in. Can we well, tell from the can we tell from the footprints what sort of what made them? Um, that would be like that would be a survival check. 
gun looks to Laura Alyssa and like motions to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and she silently actually, let's see if she does do this silently. <laughs> Trips. Gun's <laughs> like, ah, oh. I was loud. Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Whoa! Um, she, she like silently pads to the door, and as she passes through the different shadows, it's almost like she becomes very difficult to see as she does it. This is she's very good at this, and she kind of flits around and is able to get up to the right to the door, and she peeks her head around. Um, while she's doing that, uh, Thonic, what was your what was your uh, survival check? A dirty twenty. A dirty twenty. They appear to be approximately uh, the size uh, that you've seen um, of a dwarf footprint. Okay. Of relatable size. Um, so she, uh, Laura Lissa, peeks her head in and like looks around and kind of like pads back and she says, I see um, two, it looks like gray dwarf and something else that I've never seen before. Can you describe it? It has um, four it, lo- it looks it looks like a, men- a metal praying mantis but without the four limbs. Does that look like anything Hugon has ever seen in his life? And it's fine for you to say no. I don't think he has. I don't I don't think he has, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think this is something that's within I don't think this is something that's in his worldview. No, probably not. Um and she says, Yeah, it's about it's probably about eight, nine feet tall. Okay. He motions to Philip to come over. Mm Mm-hmm. Very very carefully walks over. Actually, you know, it's probably better if you just stand still. And like, <laughs> I'll I come to you. It's like or like, we mid- don't move at all, and I use this calm thing. Admits her a sneak. He's like, mm. like, and whisper into it. Be like, Thunuk, on the other side of the door is a giant metal bug thing that we're probably going to have to kill. I need you to uh, throw that sparrow or hummingbird thing at it that you do do you know what i'm talking about yes over all right well starting ending okay (laughs) so he motions to laura lissa and kohan Mm -hmm. and they head to the door as quietly as possible uh give me stealth checks i imagine kohan's not exactly quiet Coin is not quiet. I have a 14 on the die, so 16 total. Well, um... <laughs> Go on and roll a 1, didn't he? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Cohan. What a fantastic Quine, contribution. Quine. Um, does he even wear armor? Is Cohan wearing armor? No, he does not wear armor. So he has no excuse. Is he, is he, he has a very large axe. What is, is, you said? <laughs> <laughs> is he going full He-Man where he's like just like This is my stealth. He's, he's just like furry loincloth and, and, and a bandolier. God, I hope not. Pretty pretty much. I mean he's wearing 
like yeah he's got like he's got like furs and like you know straps on for like for not straps on straps to hold his weapons that almost went in a really bad direction don't judge. i don't judge this is a this is a whole different level kind of dungeons and dragons if now that's the kind of shit that he's into that's fine um no problem it's a weapon of intimidation clearly it is um for arousal ugh. um but he's or actually he actually makes um some he actually makes it some noise not like a clang like he drops his like like a heavy bootfall or something. Yeah, like. heavy bootfall or something. And suddenly this noises in the other room go silent. And then you hear like some whispering in a language that you don't understand. Okay, he motions like it's go. Mm-hmm. And through the- um, okay, so roll everyone just please roll initiative. Yes. This is actual fighting, not Drin being All a right. bitch fighting. <laughs> Whatever. That's uh, a five. Where the hell did that go? Okay, so that's a five. 19. Hey, that's 19. He's, ready. he's been grinning at it since 3 a.m. Oh, he's wanted to fight and kill. <laughs> he, last he's night been, he's felt a certain kind of way about it. He's He's got some tension that he needs to let out. <laughs> and there's not a brothel. Right. And so so Thunic also has a five. He also has a five. Okay, so who has the higher um, dexterity there? X, I, seven. Uh, 14 plus two mod. Okay. So, so Dren goes first. Yeah. Hang on, I'm just doing the rest of this here, and I got to do for Quohan and Laura Lissa. Uh, that'll be that. And then this will be. Whoa! Nat 20! On initiative, no less. On wasting initiative. Those 20s. Yeah. Yes. yes. Waste, just wasting them. Six All right. 20. Got my. I'm trying a new uh, something new this season where I've got my index cards with everything on them, so nice. I can just cycle through that way. Okay, so Laura Lissa is at the top of this, so she. Um, uh, let's see. She can do this. One, two, three. Okay, we'll do that. Um, so she's able to um, get up to the door, and then she just disappears. And as you're piling through this door, um, what you're greeted with is um, a 40-foot wide by 70-foot long hallway. And um, along, excuse me, well, it starts off as 40, then it narrows down to 20 feet and uh, runs the rest of the way. And what it is, it's basically, it's on each side is a wall and it has base um, little um, barred windows. And it looks like this might be where uh, people would go to go ask for books and things would be handed out. Sort of like a reception area. Yeah, exactly. But it's more like, um, hey, I ordered these books. Okay, here's where the books are going to come out okay. for you. Okay. Um, so, and she, as you're stepping through, you see her step out behind uh, one of these dwarves that has uh, a, a white scraggly beard and just ashen gray uh, skin. Oh, I don't like this. And <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> um, Are these Dwargar? Probably. Okay. Yes. I mean, you'll probably well, find for, out. For, for the folks playing along at home, for the uh, yes, these are the Dwargar. Um, I don't, I've never read, I don't know anything about 5th edition Dwargar. 
You can find out more about them in more. I know. Comes We're going to find out. I'm probably going to find out what color their blood is. And when you watch the YouTube video, you can check out the link below in our in the episode description to link to it on Amazon if you want to purchase it. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, uh, right. So she is. So and as she does this, she. Um, she she this bladed whip is in her hands and she quickly tries to like wrap this around. Really? One of the Dwergars. Let's see. So this is going to be. Some soul caliber shit. Oh, she hits that shit definitely. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> so she, as she steps out, the whip is already out, and it's this bladed whip, and she wraps it around one of the Dwergar, and she goes to, um, and she just like pulls it taut, and she does. Oh, Jesus! That sounds. This is um, a, this is boating ill, and not for she us. just. No, basically wraps it around and pulls it and it sinks through the neck all the way to the spine. And the thing just does a Pez dispenser gout of blood and what color is it? Hong Kong action movie time. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Fucking hard boiled. I love it. (laughs) Um, so that, that is, that is Laura Lissa's turn. Jesus. Okay. Well, there's there's still a question that was asked that I think is very important. Uh, what color is their blood? What color is his blood? I would imagine that it is a, um, um, imagine a dark red, deep, deepest Noted. red. Noted. Deepest red blood. Um. So Hugon. I was mainly like Hugon doesn't know what a Dwergar is, mm-hmm. so like the fact that they bleed means that they're alive and they're not undead. So that's kind of what he was going for. Okay, well that's good to know, right? He goes straight for the bug. Mm-hmm. Oh, goes straight for the he, bug. Straight at it. Okay. I, I have a question. Yes. If Hugon asked Thunuk to prep something, would he, he did. not be prepared to do the thing? As soon as are you through opened? the door? Well, I mean, I could see through the door. Can you? And do you mean like as a? You mean as like a hold action type situation? Yeah, I mean he 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 asked before he asked the Nook to do this beforehand. Oh, well, that's he true. Had, he, well, he, it's more like when we get into a fight, do uh-huh. that to that thing. Okay. He, like Hugon's not gonna like hang out and be like, well, this looks like it's gonna go poorly for us. Well, what so I mean Hugon's, to say is not the Nook's turn yet. <laughs> well, what I mean like is if if Hugon asked someone to do something, if so, you mm-hmm. asked someone to do something before initiative his role, would you can count that as a prepared action, and therefore it happens. Oh. Before, before out of initiative uh, if if he had directed you to say as soon as we open the door unleash that okay then the i would say that was that i was hoping we wouldn't fail stealth so egregiously yeah and then we'd have like a moment and then kohan fucked up yeah. like god damn it coin you had and one it, job it's go time yeah, and yeah. so that's completely I, li- I like your argument mm-hmm. denied okay uh, <laughs> but i didn't know you fucked up <laughs> uh hugon it is it is your turn. Okay, uh, he is going straight at that bug, and the he's bug. gonna uh, attack. Mm-hmm. Actually, can he, uh, he charge? Does, how does I don't know how charging works in fifth edition. Is it a thing? It is a thing, but I think it's usually it's like a skill you have to. Okay, well then, to, never mind. Yeah. We're not fucking with it. We're yeah, just, he's gonna attack. Uh, yeah. he gets as part of his class he has two attacks now if i recall correctly yes chipper and shredder chipper and shredder uh 
you can yeah. attack twice whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking the attack action. <laughs> Let's hear some dice. I have a 16 on the die plus... Uh, why the hell did my screen go away? There we go. So 22. Yep, that'll hit. And so that's first attack, attack and yep. then I do my bonus action blunt attack. Yep. That's a 19 on the die. Oh, that definitely hits. Yes. So that's, and then my second attack as an 18 on the die. Jesus. Dang. I'm rolling hot. I'm rolling hot tonight. And then my last bonus action. Wait, do I only? No, no. no. You only get one bonus action. Yeah. Right. But it's a part of attack. Yeah. But the bonus action. So basically like attack. So I get three. Blunt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that's totally fair. That's three. <laughs> all, all three of my attacks hit. Okay, so let's so get some damage. That's 2d10. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 2d10, uh, one for each uh, halberd strike, and then 1d4 for the blunt. So mm-hmm. let me... And I think I'm plus five. Oh, plus three. Okay. So I have 10, 6, 6... That is 22 damage. 22 damage. Nice. All right. So let's, let me do, this is where my math comes in here. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is 22 damage. Okay. Um, so you're able to get some decent blows in on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like every time you do, like there's always like a, there's like a little, the little sparks, little steams, you know, little, psh, oh, you shit. Know. Oh, um, no. And you got you got engaged with the construct, and 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 <laughs> this thing it's is a metal bug die. <laughs> and this thing is uh, looks like it's moving uh, a little erratically now. It's not moving as smoothly as it was. So basically, he hit this thing, and it was not like a a, a thuck of like blade going into uh, mm-hmm. flesh. It was clang. Yep. Uh, oh, but give no. me a uh, give me a perception check real quick. Okay, I'm not good at perception. I but I rolled a natural twenty. Jesus. Boros die. Oh, Boros die. Womp, womp, womp. Okay. Um, as you're doing these attacks, though, you hear, or are relatively certain that you hear, the very, uh, very muffled screams of a humanoid in pain. Inside? Coming from inside. Oh. So. I don't like uh, it. Hugon, that is your turn. All right. So now um, one of the Dwergar is going to go. And it's going to turn and it's going to attack uh, Laura Lissa, um, who is she just decapitated. Just bro. decapitated, decapitated his bro, his dude bro. Um, so let's see. Yeah, that hits. Um, so, uh, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to find out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's going to do some damage here. Let me, let me do this. Uh, okay. So it does that. All right. So she, he's able to, uh, uh, bring out this, this, um, ghastly black blade, um, and basically just stalks over to Laura Lissa, um, Nope, hey, that's wrong. That is wrong. This is what I want, Brian. 
that's what I want. Um, is able to it just stalks right over to her and basically just just like gets it right underneath the armor and just stabs her. Um, uh, Drenmai, as this happens, you actually feel like the briefest of like pangs. Howie, like, like eh. not like not that you do, you don't take any of the Side damage. Cramp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Shouldn't have ate that curry. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going, no, you should not have. Um, so now uh, Crohan sees this and he starts to go a little berserk. He sees this, you know, thing attack his sister. So he runs over, he runs over to that, uh, to that particular Dwergar and he's taking his own particular, he's got this axe up and he's not even two handing it. He's one handed, hefting this enormous double sided. He's compensating. Yeah, for something, and he's doing that well. Um, let's see, he does 1d12 plus 6. Where's my 12-sided die? There we go. It's not often you get to roll these. No. It's fun when you do Oh, uh, 9. He does 9 plus 6 is 15. Holy shit. Great axes are a motherfucker. They, he brings this thing down. Um, and what's even scarier about it is that he's not, um, there's no yell. There's no barbaric yawp. There's just this silent, cold, just comes down and buries this thing in this Dwergar's chest. And this thing is not looking healthy. It, it had a bad Christmas. It's Christmas the, was bad. The worst Christmas. Like if Cohan like, was 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 a it, Christmas. It wanted, creature, it wanted Legos, it got Duplos. Yeah. Like that kind of Christmas. It wanted Transformers and it got GoBots. It got oh. Go not even GoBots. It got like like the clone of the clone. Oh right. Yeah. Um just ugh. but that will be Quohan's turn. Dren my gem weaver. How many are still left? So you've got the uh, one Dwergar who is uh, not looking healthy at all that Kohan is in the process of removing uh, the surgically inserted uh, great axe. And you've also got the big, uh, the big metal bug that Hugon just decided to try to tear and up a little bit. He doesn't look so well either. Uh, yeah. You see, yeah, your, your, your um, time with mechanical things says that there's definitely some grinded gears in here. Things aren't fitting the way that they're supposed to fit anymore. You can hear there's like a halberd lodged in it. There's a halberd lodged in it. <laughs> that's the, unless that's part of the plan. <laughs> it, it, but it's it's not a feature. It's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> bom, bom. I uh, I'm super interested in this mechanical bug. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'm gonna laser the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Beam. Where's my D10? Now, is it a zip zap, or is it more like it starts and it goes? <laughs> it's one of those. Okay. <laughs> it just sort of oh. traces a sigil into it and goes. <laughs> That's a ten. A ten. A ten. Total. That's awful. Ten total. Uh, ten total. Oh. Nope. Yeah. Goes wide. I'd say at this point. Yeah, the shot probably goes wide, right? Oh, wait. No, I get to roll two because we're fifth level now. Yeah. Wait, why? <laughs> my my spells increase um, once I hit fifth level, eleventh level, and seventeenth level. So you can roll two. You can do two spells around. 
no, 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 no. It's just 2d10. I only rolled 1d10. Oh! But I get... Shit. Well, are you rolling two. to hit? No. I just oh. attack. Oh. I'm firing a laser at it. Oh, oh so these are hits. auto hits. Yeah, it's a ranged spell attack, so... Oh, oh, I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. So the 10 okay. was damage. The 10 was damage, so 16 oh. in total. Oh, okay. I thought that was your attack roll. Yeah, and I was sorry. Like, no, I'm a magic Yeah, I was like, no, 10's not gonna hit. <laughs> 10 doesn't hit? What the fuck? Uh, attack roll? Pff. Attack roll? Who needs those? Attack a schmack. I'm just um, gonna skip right over that. So 16 damage. And so, are you looking to... Are you... Are you aiming for specific spots? Yeah, how, okay, so we're gonna do the Matt Mercer thing. Ready? How do you want to yeah. do this? I want I want to uh, use like I'll even roll for it if I have to, like ooh, use ooh. all of my mechanical intelligence. Hit mm -hmm. charts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love like, it. I want to find the way that's gonna least damage it, so that way I can pick it apart <laughs> as after it dies. Close. Okay. So as you're looking at this thing, you get like this beautiful mind moment of the schematics. You had a second to sort of look at it. <laughs> it's math sort of is flashing in front. And like yeah. Part, yeah. Parts. Yeah. And yeah. Huh, uh, that one. Yeah. You mm -hmm. go total Iron Man on this, right? Where yeah. it's like three dimensional there. And, Exploding layout. And oh, trust me. I want to turn Dren into a. Yeah. It's something. <laughs> Dren yeah. is going to become a construct. <laughs> Damn it. Yep. Um, so you, you were able to land this laser like directly through a small vent port the vent port is um smaller than a womp rat let's just say that okay Damn it, man. <laughs> but you're able to zoom, and there's this moment of like the machine shutters and then just goes limp like like the legs just go out from underneath it and it just collapses and it just and just sort of and it like forward a little bit and stops you know it just and there is no no more motion coming are the, are the screams still coming from inside of it there are no screams it is silent as the grave good um phonic mm -hmm. it is your turn uh so all we've got left is one very poorly healthed individual yes that's it he's a little sad looking yeah okay uh the magnificence of his beard has been cut short literally by that great axe absolutely oh i'm, I'm gonna use it's missing a chunk action. of it yes it's yeah. first thing i'm gonna use my bonus action to shillelagh myself give myself shillelagh mm -hmm. um and my instructions were specifically to uh zap the mantid thing and it is no mm -hmm. more it is. So I'm just gonna whack this dude upside the head. <laughs> okay. Trundle, trundle, trundle. No. Bat. Yep. Yep. Bat, bat, bat. Um. That's let's... a bad small thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Hit die seven. Okay. Hit DC plus seven. Twenty plus seven is seventeen. Ten plus seven. Yep. Actually. Seventeen hits. Seventeen hits and. Yep. Uh, Shillelagh is a D8 plus four. Ugh. Six. That's enough. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you're like rolling up the newspaper. <laughs> hit the Ding. shit out of you. <laughs> yes, but it's a newspaper that's made from a magically enchanted piece of Stick. blackthorn. Yeah. <laughs> and it basically, and um, it, when you, you crack them, 
mm-hmm. you hear this sickening crunch from its neck. Oof. And it's about two inches shorter now. And the the where it was this kind of like twisted smile from from stabbing Laura Lissa. And even then, even when he took the um took the axe from Quoan, there was a grimace, but there was still kind of like a, a sneering to it. And then um and you did notice that its eyes are completely white. Um there's no like with? hmm to start with? To start with, yes. Oh wow. But then after you boop him on the head here, the arms just go slack. And then the shoulders go slack. And it just crumples. Dang. Yes. And you have killed things this day. It's good. I am already over at the mechanical thing. <laughs> Before he's dead. <laughs> and like Hugon is like wrenching his halberd out of it. Like sparks and stuff. Like Yeah, there's like there's like you have a, like a foot in there. And it's like, and it makes like the, you know, the wrenching noise of, you know, and it yanks out. Um, careful, careful. I got to pick this apart. <laughs> That's an important part. How dare you? <laughs> I kick it. <laughs> Just for good measure. <laughs> um, so uh, do uh, on the, uh, on this thing, it would be, I guess, what's the tinker check? I guess in this case, it would be a. Um, or engineering. Investigation. Investigation. Oh, yeah. I forget that there's so few knowledge skills in D. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to having like 18 different knowledge skills. Uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, uh, I think we should pick through these bodies, see if we can't find any intelligence. Uh, the aged old tradition of looting the bodies. I can give a shit about their loot. I want to know if they're carrying any like orders or, or notations or anything like that. Oh, I want to loot, though. Um, no, you want to lose. Right? <laughs> you find you don't no. really find uh, you find really nothing of the sort on them. Um, it's made okay. of mechanical bits, right? Um, you do notice that the two. Uh, well, no, no, no. I'm so, okay, as far as as far as looking at the Dwergar, not the not the construct. Well, We're I don't care get to about the Dwergar. <laughs> I know yes, you I don't do. care about the Dwergar. <laughs> I'm answering their question first. Then we're gonna take some time with the construct. Stop it. Yeah. So for the Dwergar, um, nothing of note. You did notice, though, that when the when they both died, the blades disappeared that they were carrying. Um, but you don't find any kind of paperwork on them. There's no they're they're both kind of smelly. Um, they smell of the earth, but um, also of like intense body odor. Are they are they in rags or anything like that? No, no, they're in. Um, I guess what you could consider, I mean, they're, the clothes are dirty, um, right, but, right, but, but, but they're, they're like they're, normal, like, like leathered armor okay, type okay. situation. Yeah. Uh, Hugon pitches Laura Lissa a healing potion then, and then we can do the constructs. Though. Okay. So she does that. And I think that's one D four. I don't actually know. Let me see. I mean, as you pitch it that to her. on what healing potion you got. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a standard, like normal. I think not, it's one D four. Yes. Yeah. So we'll do that. Well, she looks at you and she goes, I'm really, I'm not, it's not that bad. Like, she's like, like kind of holding it, but there's not like a, you're not seeing a lot of blood, you know? Um, so, but she, she goes and she takes that. All right. So she gets one point back. Well, it's one D four plus something. I don't care. I'll look it up. I don't know. I've got one D four plus four. I think. Uh, I'll just do that. Guildmaster. Okay. So while he's looking that up for me, uh, (laughs) 
<clears throat> so, uh, Dreadmite, you're able to, two as you're picking, 2d4 plus 2. 2D4 plus two. All right, so we did one, four. Okay, yeah, she's back up to full health. She does that. She drinks that and like, kind of like grimaces because this is not good tasting. Medicine no, doesn't not, taste It's good. not delicious. No. Medicine does not taste good. Um, but you can see it actually starts to kind of like, it's starting to knit up and, and heal up and everything. Um, all right, now for this construct. <laughs> Miss Drenmai. Um, Give me all your shit. No. Um, as you're poking around, you're able to see kind of how everything, um, you're able to see like tubes and wires, um, but you're not seeing like any kind of like fluids running through them. Okay. Um, but you are okay. able to, but you're able to find a uh, panel in the front that looks like it can actually come off. Oh, tools are out. Yeah, and and it. Mm -hmm. So you're able to slide off this panel, and inside is a naked and shaven Dwergar. I don't like it. I close it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, 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 and big gross baby. The brief moment like you saw it. The um the eyes are locked open, unblinking. Its mouth is like open in like the lips curled back in this this permanent scream um you can mm -hmm. see there's like something um uh on its throat like almost like uh melded on there onto it onto it like you can see where they kind of like the skin and but you also mm -hmm. see the clean hole where your laser shot through its brain case yep. so don't like yeah. it <laughs> nothing to see here <laughs> It's like open. Whoop! Nope. <laughs> oh, gross. Nope. No. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that. I'll search in some of the other bits. So you said but the it most valuable like bits of... are in there with the big, gross, naked baby. No. <laughs> it it had it was walking on pointy things. You said, it, or how how was it? Yeah. So it was like it, you looked like like it was like a mantis form. So each of the legs was like a. Uh, Kind of shaped like a like a metal like a pick like a rock pick. Yeah, um, I want one of those. Okay, so you're gonna start trying to take. I want to tear off. that apart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, give me give me an Arcana check as you do that. Okay. Uh, twenty one. Twenty one. This is not powered. This is powered by magic, but it's not magic that you've ever encountered. All right, I take that back. I take that back. It's okay. magic that you have. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna reverse that. You have encountered this before, this kind of magic, okay. but it's not your magic, and it's not okay. Phoenix magic. This this magic is not of the weave. Oh. Can I do a history check to see if I know what it is? You can absolutely do a history check. I well, would never I, bar there you. Are two, there are two answers to this in my mind, and neither one of them. <laughs> neither one is good. While I've been doing I this, care. I've been doing little prayers with for for, for mm -hmm. the Dwergar. Because they died. And... Yeah, I'm a cleric. They died. I'm sorry. What was it? A dirty twenty. A dirty twenty. Um. <clears throat> you encountered this. 
on one other occasion. And it was when on one of your travels, you wandered and you don't know how you got there, but you wandered to a place of many doors. Mm. And whilst there doing your research and finding things to tinker with and items and components, you came across uh, a single alone traveler, someone who traveled completely by themselves, was kind of skittish around everyone around them. Um, they didn't really want to talk to anyone, but you encountered this kind of magic with them before. And they had come from a place where there was no more magic except for the one that they could get from inside themselves. Somehow you're able to win him over into a conversation. And this okay. seems to be the same kind of magic that you've encountered. Uh, okay. I'm going to secretly internalize myself with that. And mm -hmm. if anyone looks at Dren, it's just shitty grin. <laughs> It's the it's the I know a thing grin. I know a thing. I just don't want you to look at that thing in there. Because it's it's creepy. Gross. Um, you are able to find a few coppers on, um, on these on these Dwergar. Um, not on the naked baby because they're no, real no pockets. It's gross. I don't think I would tell anyone. Well, I take like that back. The Dwergar does have the one pocket. The naked Dwergar has one pocket nature's pocket but <laughs> um so but uh this room um now that you're in this room and have a second a second to actually see you can see that um the there's there's a few there's the doors that you entered through as well as a ramp leading uh looks like up to a, another floor and then there's also two doors that uh, there's like two short hallways that are on the east and west sides of this um, of this room towards the end, like up towards the northern end of the hallway. That lead that you know looks like there's doors that lead out of there, and you're pretty sure that you'd be able to get into like this the 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 area behind um, these bars. It doesn't look like you. It, it doesn't look like there's anything really securing them. It looks like they could like lift up pretty easily. Um, there's no like locks or anything on them. So you do have a few options for where you could go. Uh, the, the doors go where now? So there's one hallway off to like a little 20 foot hallway off to the east. Mm -hmm. One off to the west. Okay. Okay. Which way? Okay. And then there's a ramp that leads. There's a ramp that it's leading. It looks like up to another floor, at the, on the north on the north end of this of this room. Where do I see the footprints go? Um, you see footprints going up the ramp, and you also see footprints um, uh, going through. Uh, it looks like some of the bars have like kind of been left open, and you can see. Uh, where there's like some looks like there's been passage over the over the counter that way. I think um, Clinic's only really gonna fit along the ramp side. It would be a tight yeah, squeeze. Just, you could, but it would yeah. be a tight squeeze, yeah. 
Um, and east is to a, like a small hallway. Is that right? East and west. There's like this 20 foot hallway that ends in a door. Yeah. Okay. I want to look. <laughs> is there any sort of travel that looks like it's happened on the east side whatsoever? Um, you're seeing, you could see footprints in the dust that's in there. Um, so, but nothing like really clear saying, okay, this is the way that more people have been going. Okay. Oh, we could just check either of the hallways and then go up. I think that's a good idea. Check the hall, check the bar, like the bars area. Mm -hmm. Like, cause that's a, a self-contained area, right? It doesn't go off anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it's like. So let, let me do a better job of describing this. So the entire uh, the entire room, mm -hmm. if you look at the, the, the room in its dimensions in its entirety, it's 40 foot by one, two, three, four, five, six, 70 foot. Okay. So 70 foot high, 20, or 40 foot wide. Mm -hmm. 10 foot in from each side are, are these bars. Oh, that, okay. So people could, so it, it's also kind of self-contained. Like, like a teller's desk. Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Okay. And that's, there's just rows of those along the hall. Mm -hmm. Imagine a dark post office. Okay. I understand now. So at the end of that desk, like the, those mm -hmm. rows of desks, there's the path upward into the stairs. Yeah. And west. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. I understand. Go. Um, I mean, I still east, like check the hallways. Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to do east first or do you want to do west first? Let's do east. East it is. <laughs> Good old random chance. Roll for it. <laughs> he wave, he, uh, Hugon waves Laura Lissa forward. All right, so we're going to do another. Let's see if she stealths well again. She does stealth well. Good. So she's able to... Um, and they're sort of following like 30 or 40 feet behind. Yeah, so you know the bars, you're able to kind of lift them up and they kind of just slide up mm -hmm. um, and stay there. It's not like... There must be like a counterweight somewhere that's you know, keeping them from falling back down. And she gets up to the end and I guess you're asking her to like open that door? Hmm... Or peek through the door? Peek, peek through the door. Okay. Or like under the door if it's got like a giant novelty keyhole. Let me see. Let me see what's on the other side of that door, shall I? Oof. Hang on. Uh -huh. oh, oh. Wait. 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 I did this. Okay. Um, she peeks... She like she quietly peeks to the door, and closes it again. Mm -hmm. And she pads back, and she says, "There's three more of those, of those gray dwarves, but they look uh, less well armed." Anything else in the room? She's like, I didn't take that much of a time to look once I saw the three dwarves. Are they awake? Yes, they are awake. Okay. They didn't hear us then, or doesn't appear to be, they weren't ready for anything. Motion activated. <laughs> Motion activated. Okay, fine. Oh, dear. Let's dear, you're a villain. You villain. But they didn't hear us in this combat. It doesn't sound that way. No, there's, there, yeah. She says it doesn't seem like they're aware of uh, of us being here. I think they might have just. I think they might have just walked into that room. 
Do we want to go that way, or shall we go west and see if we can avoid a fight? Let's check out what the the west one is, and then if that holds more, we'll just go up. Okay. Okay. So you're same deal. You're sending Laura Lissa over, having her look through the. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So that is her designated function. Um. Let's see. Um. <laughs> How much time do we have? Uh, about twenty or so. As she starts to move over that direction, the door itself actually—if you've ever seen a cat open a door—oh, great! Kind of like the paw comes around the side. It oh, kinda like oh, opens. like kind of claws at it, trying to yeah. Um, I was but, thinking of, of a cat trying to open a sliding door. Have you ever seen that? No, but I need to. They stick because sliding doors always have a little gap underneath them, right? Yeah. They stick their paw under there, and you see them sort of like, like it's it's like trying Grabbing to get hands. in, and then mm-hmm. they do because they figured out that they could move it this way, and eventually they build up enough friction and momentum that door door slides open, and then it looks like the door is giving birth to a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't own cats, so this is a novel experience. I love this. Um, so, as, as so, you see, like this, this clawed paw, metallic, reach underneath and pull the door open, and through the crack in the door, this almost almost feline face sticks its head out but it has like almost like an underbite and a mouthful of steely teeth i want one and no eyes i'd like to see a picture of this if possible monster manual page no morty i know exactly what it is say no more yep that I've, I've never read the 50 stats, but I know exactly what that is. <laughs> I'm fucking psyched. That I looks want the, Oh, believe me. Th- like, and it looks like it's It'd be sniffing. The mount. <laughs> it would be a baller mount. <laughs> but there it, it looks like um, it, it, it looks like it's sniffing, like the, the head's like moving, and you hear. It, it sounds like it's inhaling, but it's got like this metallic, it's like wind f- flowing through a pipe type sound. And you hear like this, as it comes around, it actually sees Laura Lissa approaching and it sees as best as you could tell it being that it has no eyes. Right. And you hear this, but it regards deep, her and it, and it, you hear like this deep metallic growl come from somewhere inside of it. Um, and one wants it so bad <laughs> and it takes a step into the room and the step and Thunic, you've never seen a metallic creature like this but you've seen creatures in the forest behave like this mm-hmm. this is the this is what mountain lions look like when they're stalking prey ah. like like the head is low 
like the shoulder blades are the working. shoulder blades yeah. are working exactly the haunches are like ready to spring and it starts taking a step towards laura Alyssa, and she very like carefully takes a step backwards and she's like uh guys may i attack this thing Thunuk! <laughs> Thunuk the bird! Smash. Smash. Uh, okay. Bird time it is. Bird time it is. Uh, hold on a second. Do, 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 do. Ranged attack. Ranged spell attack. I'd like Got to it. cast this, by the way. Um, this is a first level spell. I'd like to cast mm -hmm. it at second level. Okay. Giving myself an extra D six of damage if I hit. Mm -hmm. So Please hit. So do you have to do you have to roll like is this this is essentially magic missile? No, it's no, it's it's a, a spell attack. Okay. Yeah. Guiding bolt is the actual name. Ah, okay. I only know it by the way you guys are calling it now. I don't know the actual spells well, anymore. Well, I mean like do you guys and I love that I love that I don't know what spell it is. It's just it, like no, this the is the hummingbird. The hummingbird. Uh fifteen. The 15 does not hit. What? Is it So does that attack armor class or does it attack something else? Because uh, oh, I don't know hold how on. spells... It's that's a, a good, okay, that is a good question. Range spell and, attack against target. Uh, that's all it says. Okay. It's a range yeah, it's attack. against AC. Yeah. Um, it like glances off the head. But there's like no sign of damage. It's just like, ding, you know. And it... Now the growls again, and in my head it sounds like Ravage from the old Transformers cartoon. Yeah, as it takes another step forward. E but now you've angered it. So I think we need to Hugon. roll for we need to roll for initiative again. So like as like this thing is approaching, Hugon mm -hmm. is very slowly reaching into his belt mm -hmm. and pulls out the mask, and. Oh, slides it over his face because yeah. he he has no idea what this thing is but like he just watched it tank like a magical bolt of force to the face mm -hmm. and so he's like okay <laughs> it's mask time does he say anything as he puts the mask on I don't know like I don't know if there's anything to say because it doesn't hold any meaning to anybody else. Mm. Like there's, it's just a thing. And you got, but you guys have seen him wear this mask before. Never. Never. Oh, this is the He's first. Never put it on. They've never seen the mask. Period. Yeah. Oh, so what's the reaction here? You see him put on, it's, essentially, it's, what's a featureless mask? Yeah, it's got uh, two eye holes that are kind of hard to see into. Mm -hmm. Like you can't see his eyes behind it, and just sort of a a. Uh, ovular gap where so that he can breathe out of it. But it's like, yeah, bars, right? It's like it's little like, bars. Yeah. yeah, little bars in there. Like the Hannibal Lecter mask. A little bit. Yeah, little but bit. it it like right on. And this thing is ugly because it looks like it's like got hit before with like swords and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not like, it looks like it's been polished recently. It's got a bit of a dark sheen to it. Mm -hmm. Like the old iron that's been Imagine polished. Imagine a dark sheen? Like polished really well recently. Yeah. Um, but it's otherwise just completely slate gray rough worn metal i got a 19. Uh, okay thunic is, is going to assume that he's just putting on armor but it's More very armor. specific i mean it looks armor? like a piece of armor it does yeah 
it like hooks to his hat, his helmet, and everything, and like to his straps uh, and stuff. Having rolled for insight against you today, I actually have uh, advantages on all insight rolls from this point on. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, no, that's not how that works. Hold on, let me re. re, re Dungeon Master, I have a 14. Inside. Okay, you have a 14. There's you. Oh, there's okay. Missing. Oh, it's awful. Oh. Okay, that'll go there. And then I need uh, a twelve. A twelve? Yeah. Is that for that that's your initiative? That's my initiative. Okay. And who you got new rolled? Thirteen? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um so Dren and Thunuk, give me um, the briefest of perception checks. Uh, perception? Perception. Okay. Um, ew, that's a six plus, that's a ten. Uh, Twenty-one. So, Thunuk, you just essentially think he's putting on his armor. Okay. Right? Right. Uh, yeah. Dren, you see the smallest pinholes of dark flame hmm. in the eye holes of Hugon's mask. Y'all make and, a note of that. <laughs> and this creature takes another metallic step forward. And that is where we're going to end our game this God week. God damn it! I was all ready to like go. <laughs> I have, I have your initiative here. We shall start with this initiative next week. But What's this is going to be fun. <laughs> Can I keep it, <laughs> <laughs> Kitty? <laughs> I want to keep it, Kitty. <laughs> it's like it's like little Boo, <laughs> Kitty. Exactly. <laughs> um. So, yes, folks, that is our game for this week. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, if you want to continue watching this stuff, you can catch the VOD uh, on our Twitch channel. You can catch the YouTube video uh, and the podcast. They go live on Wednesdays. Um, if you want to catch the podcast sooner, if you support us on Patreon, you do get access to our podcasts an entire day sooner. So if that's something that you like, something enjoy, something that you think might be worth about a dollar a month, please go to our Patreon and and, uh, and support us there. You can also subscribe to our channel and subscribe to our YouTube channels. This week, we have some kind of modified version of Dungeons & Designs on Monday. We're still working out the details of that. Um, and we also have, uh, on Tuesday, late to the game, we have uh, mm -hmm. still Link to the Past. Yes. Correct. You still standing right outside the door of the wizard at the top of the tower. Oh, Agaham? Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. That's uh, a good And he good, has kicked good my fight. butt. Hmm? He's already kicked my butt at least once. Mm. Agaham so, is a motherfucker. Uh I, I had I had to go out and spend a half an hour uh uh re equipping and preparing myself. Um uh, so now nah, It's I'm, a brutal ass fight. It's mm -hmm. gonna be fun. You're in for you're in for some fun. So that'll be on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, all the stuff will be available on YouTube. We'll also have more YouTube videos coming out this uh, throughout the week. We also have added a few new uh, YouTube features. On Fridays, we now release what, something called The Week in Geek. 
which gives a little brief rundown of the news stories of the week. So we hope that you definitely take that and give that a view. But uh, guys, thank you so, so much for following us, for watching, and we will catch up with you with a brand new, all new episode next week at our regular time, 4 p.m. Eastern. You get to watch us fight something that I've been wanting to fight since uh, <laughs> I started playing D&D. Since he was a wee lad. Since I was a wee, wee ass lad. Yeah. Interested. This is, this is going to be fun. Anywho, folks, uh, we will see you. Uh, we'll see you on the interwebs. Bye. Bye. Bye.